You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Memphis in June A shady veranda Under Sunday blue sky Memphis in June And my cousin Miranda She's making a blueberry pie. Looking out my back door. There you okay, go. Perfect. Me, 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 me. Okay. I can see the clock. Welcome to Axe to Grind, a hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. The I'm hardcore podcast. And I'm Tom. Sorry. No, it's all right. I, I, I think about this a lot. I think about this a lot. Do, uh, are we sticking by the no shout outs? What do you mean? Like we don't. Was give, that a thing? Well, one time we were like, it's so our idea. Oh, of, to other podcasts. Yeah, because our idea of of uh, competition is like a fun one where we're like, nah, I'm not oh, shouting you yeah, out, but we yeah, don't yeah. actually. We want everybody to win. You know, oh, like yeah. we're all in the same team. But I'm yeah. gonna. Yeah. I'm trying to start a podcasting network. Oh, there you go. No, I'm not. No, but we right. could. We've talked about, but no. worst possible timeline as you were. Yeah. Take them um, all in. Patrick and Amelia do the Kama Sutra. Mm. How's that going? That one I don't know if I really we, want on mine. We got a new episode coming. Uh, no no pun intended. Ah. Yeah, but here's all the right. deal. He <laughs> does right. So we're starting over. So in typical Patrick fashion, he uh, he kills his audience. He, he um, inoculates the audience before they get a chance to listen to it. Amelia's brilliant. And oh, she yeah. doesn't let your weird like fucking no, sex game like ruin her ability to come off and, she's and talk good. about you guys talk about real stuff. So you know what you should do is the style like notes like, oh, we talk about this from here to here mm. and then everything else is is starts here. But so that someone thing. like Tom could go, I don't want to listen to your Puritan. story about well no, but, but you don't really care about hearing Patrick talk about him trying to have a foot job. Yeah. No, I do not. Right. So, but the rest of that episode wasn't pretty great. good. Pretty uh, good. Thank you. Well, it wasn't great. I'm sure Amelia would be thrilled to know that her <laughs> no, she would cop to it. Not arches were not great. She would. She cop to it. Not be. It's just not a great. It's a weird experience for people that are into it. God bless. But honestly, damn. yeah, that's a good one to be into. Damn. It, but yeah. Uh, so, look, anyways, what so, fi- so what's what, happening? Let's talk about. It. Let's. You know what? This is a nice time. We are going to shout out. So we should shout out our friends at Overnight Drive. Overnight Drive. Andrew, huge helper. Uh, when I did try to play part of an episode once with our friend Mac Miller to because I thought they were prank calling Mac Miller, but they were prank calling somebody else that's Mac something. Macklemore. Um, Macklemore, mm. maybe. No, something else. Um, Patrick literally walked out of the room because he's so committed to the bit of never hearing it. You've never listened. Never heard it once. Hans and Andrew never, never heard it, it once. And it's really, it is quite good. People it's love funny. It. People They're love clever. It, but I've never heard it once. They're okay, clever. so what other, as you were... Yes, our homeboys from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, epic dudes who have been doing their thing for a, a long minute and have Hardcore, had and right? have had yeah and have had me as a guest. Yeah, you guys got to get better, but you're, you've been doing it. Um, I haven't heard a recent episode. I, it, it's it's good, but okay. I think they're, this, they, is, they, this is this is competitive. We're pushing them. Okay. Uh, only posers don't listen is a local New Jersey one. They need to get better. Talk about to, talk about music more. Just talk about music more, guys. I like. See, this is good because I yeah. shit talk on on because playing music currently, I shit talk other current acts, yeah. and it's so you can get in on this. Huh? And some people, well, some people like that, some people don't like yeah, that. Yeah. But you're doing it on the podcast. Yeah, like I'm it. not worried about it. Respect um, because it's this positive peer pressure. Mm. Shout out to people who get that. 
Ill Street News, I haven't heard you, but I actually respect what they do. I think that dude's been doing it for a long time, and I actually, um, that's the one I'm most interested to listen to. I think he has the most guests I'm curious about. Um, Brooklyn Blast Furnace, good, but you if you can't deal with accents, you're screwed. That dude's got the heaviest accent. Mm. What, I don't have an accent? You do. He makes you look like you're from, like... Really? Hempstead. Yes. Oh my. From Hempstead. God. I can't believe. It. Like you might be. Yeah. Like you're. You're. Uh, Jimmy, don't you're North Fork adjacent compared to his accent. Um, what other ones are out there? So this one is not of the culture. I just want to give this a shout out. Uh, there's a BBC one that has. Gripped oh, here we go. Gripped no, no. me. Gripped me. Intrigue. Second season, The Rat Line, which is the most British thing I've ever listened to because it is the son or grandchild of uh, a family that was uh, exterminated at concentration camps forming a friendship with the son of the man who made the order. Mm -hmm. And then they go around Europe and it's him finding overwhelming evidence that this guy's father did these atrocities. Oh, wow. And the, the son... Rationalizing and, and having this intense cognitive dissonance, where where he'll be like, "Look, here's your father signing the order for the extermination of 50 Jews," and then the guy will say, "Ah, but you see, it speaks to his humanity because he noted he notes it's with regret, <laughs> and it's like with but this it, regret, but it is so fucking like it's so British to for for this like uh, this funny sort of like uh, dialogue between these two people that should, their only thing they have in common is a horror. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, I really, really enjoy it. Everybody should check that out. Okay. Um, I'm going to shout out Open Floor Podcast. It's a uh, basketball podcast. It's probably the best one. No, no. Mine, we can talk about, I think my name for the podcast that I'm going to do is going to be Shoot Your Shot. Mm. That's a cool name. Right? What about New York Hardcore? Oh, that's hardcore. Good. <laughs> that I can't, was my basketball team. In, that's awesome. Yeah. I can't because I'm not New Jersey hardcore. Dude. I know, but uh, no? No. I'd like to be more national. The branding is there's no strong. there's okay. no New Jersey team. Okay, yeah, you know? yeah. All right, fair, uh, fair. open floor Zach Lowe podcast. If you like sports, listen to those, um, and you probably know about them already. I like going off track. They they haven't done uh-huh. one in a minute. Going off track. What is it about? It's, Trains. Yes, I was like, no, it's um, you know Jonah from uh, Alternative Press. Oh yes, he, Jonah Bayer. Yeah, and he had like. Um, uh, Blake from Jawbreaker on uh-huh. insane like how he got arrested oh, yeah, and yeah. dude's stories are pretty wild it's pretty fun crazy yeah. um, I also have no relation to these folks but I actually really enjoy it and they put out a podcast like every six months it feels like right. you listen to Henry, Henry and Heidi no yeah with Henry Rollins, Rollins yeah. and his, his like assistant his Heidi it's actually really cool they have an interesting relationship it seems like yeah very friendly very collegial but it's like you know, he's telling stories about like him going to like hang Good out shit. with like Bill Shatner, William mm. Shatner, or like how he wrote, you know, how the Rollins band stuff came together. How this ca- it's actually kind of interesting. Super. Yeah, I mean, he likes the smells of his own forts. Yeah, but like it's pretty interesting. Wasn't I, it? I think he's from Washington D.C. They all do. He's at like, the, he's at that place right now where you just gotta accept him for who he is because I, I struggle with how much he loves his farts. I, I do. You know what I mean? Like but, for lack of a better term, I feel right. like it's like all right, I get it, bro. But now now I'm I'm in. You know what I mean? Like it's been long yeah. enough that I accept you. You know what I mean? I just you are who you are. Uh, on the comic book tip, Bendis assembled. Shout out to those dudes. I don't know how many people listen. They've gone through the entire. They're halfway through. Brian Michael Bendis' run on Avengers. Mm. They do each issue, and what they do is they release five episodes a week, one every day. What? Like 30 minutes. But what they do, they just pre-record a bunch. Yeah, yeah. And they summarize, but talk about it. I like it a lot. Should we start doing that? We could. Just do like a daily. I want to give a shout out to The Daily, Michael Barbaro. Okay. Okay. I want to give a shout out to Rachel Maddow. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I listen to our podcast. No, yeah, every you always morning. post these podcasts. And I see it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a dork. See, it's, it's like subliminal messaging. So, so rap news moves so fast that things are daily. I'm not going to front though. You know what though? Joe Budden going to Spotify kind of fucks me up. Mm. Well, I don't use it's Spotify separate, on the on the like walking around. So it kind of fucks. And he'll like every once in a while you'll get like a new Joe Budden, and it's just him telling you to go to Spotify. Oh, mm. on the on the iTunes. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it kind of fucks me up. But like it's. I'm sure it hasn't affected him adversely. No, but it's like it's exclusively on Spotify. So do you like, listen, to, do you listen to any podcasts on Spotify? I was talking about this with someone. You know what? That's the I, only one. Him. So yeah, then, yeah. like, I went through, and there's other ones on there that I would listen to on here. That I was like, all right, I might as well just fucking subscribe sure, to it. Sure, sure. Maybe you know, maybe you check them. Yeah, out. but it's it's he does two a, t- now. It's two, two a week. week. Yeah, and they're like two hours each. Yep. Pretty impressive. I, I mean, mean it, it is their primary source of income now, though. They, for, they for did the get other the bag. Dudes, yeah. yeah. Did we do the math? Somebody was doing the math for me about Joe Rogan. His, his, oh, Joe his, Rogan. It's fucking well. insane. Somebody like doing million. Yeah, yeah. Like, Good for you, Joe. Yeah. Stop guy. having fucking weird, some, semi-sketchy people on your fucking pocket. I think you got to have them on at some point. Yeah. Well, you but he, I feel like he kind of like goes along with whoever's in front of him. Mm. Like if you have like a lefty, he's like, I know Trump, man. But then you have like Milo and he's like, fuck, man. Like it's, you know, <laughs> you're right too. Yeah. Like see, but for a dude like, for a dude like Joe, it's hard because he's not like, because he, Republicans buy sneakers. I mean, listen to the podcast. No, no, no. He's just, he's like, so I've seen a ton of criticism of his over the years. So I actually deep dived on him to see like, okay, what's real. He's a mook. He's just, yeah, he's just a dude that like wants to smoke weed, has an occasional conservative view viewpoint. And, and like, mostly is a like, uh, keep your hands off me. Whatever you want to do is cool sort of guy. And so but you can tell he's like straining not to say something stupid yeah. that would get him in trouble. I mean, that's me. Dude, he's a lot worse than you. Um, let's move it on. Uh, what's the let's talk ones? about Khabib and Connor. Yeah, oh, we should talk about. That. I don't. All um, I followed was the tweets. Sh- yeah, so what I. I saw was uh, I want to shout out one other podcast: sure. myths, myths and Legends. That oh, Amelia sure. turned yeah, on. Yeah, Amelia cool. loves that one. Yeah, it's good. Good. Any other ones? History of Westeros, Bald Mood, Game of Thrones podcast. Podcasts are cool. Listen to them. Listen to hardcore ones. Do, but can, do to younger people not listen to podcasts, or is it old uh, folks? It's both. I think. I, I'm I think young people are checking it, and young people. Is it a is it a lame thing to listen to podcasts? No, it, but it is a. Or is it rote to even talk about it? It's a. It's like a twenty eight plus thing. That's right. Because what's insane? And look, if you're a young person listening to this, write us. Explain yourself. The fact that you would gravitate towards YouTube, which is an inherently cumbersome medium it's a terrible platform yeah it's terrible yeah. you can get like, all our podcasts there by the way see that's yeah. cool yeah. except nine people watching them probably because yeah. it's comparatively no 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 just because no, it's like it's, it's just a lot it's just it's just not a good no you like, have to pay extra if you want to like not have it on your screen like it's you know like i just it to me it's rather confusing this format lends itself to you walking around you driving you etc do you actually want a screen of the thing happen? Like I think right. young people do, but it's just it's more like you don't talk about it's it's less talked about. I don't know. It's like I like live podcasts. Like I'll watch. Oh yeah, I watch the button one on mm-hmm. YouTube because it's them talking. Right. It's not just like here's a, a static screen for two hours. Right. It's like them interacting yeah. and you kind of you know. I do like. I'll give credit. I'm going to shout out my other one. Uh, one last one. Draft feels it's a video game podcast, and that dude does Twitch stuff. Bill listens to the podcast. No shit. Yeah, and he does. Rest Retro video games. It's cool. He kind of connects it with his own personal history, which sure. is cool. And he'll do the multi-platform, like he does Twitch stuff. So stream. Yeah, that's so more sense fun. Like it. it's, yeah. yeah, it's a visual medium as well. So I don't know. I think podcasts are pretty universal, but maybe we're wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you can learn so much stuff. Like How if you really want to, like, 
or not. You can learn as much as you'd like. I agree. I'm on the fence because I thought for a while that it was going to be like Google, where there wouldn't be a single topic not, not covered. Yeah, not covered. I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I sorry for anybody that knows. I really want a history of the Congo podcast, and I can't find it. Oh, so, yeah. so if you can find that for True. me, you let me know. When it's Bowery Boys, which is not about the Congo, but that's actually if you ever want to. Oh, learn that about history New York. one. That's the one, awesome. That's the one about the city. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about. New okay, York. so anybody see the fight? Uh, I saw through Twitter. I've seen almost the whole thing. Same, right. It was pretty fucking wild. Look, here's my only comment. Didn't see a moment of it. You don't need to cape up for fucking any multi-millionaire athlete. Unless they're accused of something that you know that they didn't do, maybe, or something like that, and you don't like seeing it, that's fine. But, like, if you just have a visceral reaction to people not liking your dude, chill out. That's weird, man. Like, I saw every... Well, beyond- Were people caping up for Connor? For both. Well, because they said what he did was so fucked up, like uh-huh. what they did. To- but uh-huh. in reality, he started the whole thing throwing a yeah. fucking dolly through a window, and he injured, like... Two people like a glass in their eyes. Yeah, Michael, the, of their boss. Right, Brooklyn. right, right. I remember that, and but then, that, was, that was months ago. Th- yes. So then he's finally fighting this dude, mm-hmm. talking all kinds of shit about like his country mm-hmm. and his religion and his father and all this sort of stuff. Yep. And they had to like forcefully take him off of Connor after he choked him out and literally was pointing at some dude, fucking went right mm-hmm. over and went right after the guy. All right. And then his two boys jumped in behind and beat the shit out of Connor McGregor. So MMA people, write me and tell me if that runs counter to the spirit of your sport. Yes. Because I love all that shit. I don't give a it's fuck. It's 100% wrestling and not MMA. People are really true. bummed out on it. Really? Because I'm a yeah, casual yeah. dude. But like if, if – look. Think- well, it sells pay-per-view. So like they're not mad at it. But like if you're like a guy, it's like – If you're a purist of the sport, right? I always talk – a buddy of mine does like kind of MMA and like BJJ and stuff. I'm like, I don't know how you can like – you punched me in the face. But like I'm going to hug you afterwards. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I don't understand how that works. But he's like, it's all about like, it's just a competition. Like everything's cool. Like, so what? He broke your arm. Like, right. That there's was no part personal because the they don't. Maybe there's no personal. Like, it's but like somebody you, you punch don't me in the face. We have beef. In, right. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, or if you like, it's like ah, you know, I broke my arm. I guess I could see it if you are going into it. It's like, this is what I'm doing. I don't have any personal and against you, but I'm going to crush you, and you're the same to me. And then after, but but that's where McGregor, I think. Twists it and makes it wrestling because he's yeah, he's cutting he's digging and I get it and yeah. it's like you're getting yourself wrapped up sell. you know exactly right but he's taking shots at like Islam and stuff oh and I dude's completely like, yeah I mean I'm country, totally, I'm totally like, with the other it. dude yeah I mean you know like like he's a bad dude to me that's just all promo you know what I mean like it's, I mean it'll be promo for the rematch that everyone's gonna get and he'll get five million buys or whatever. McGregor got crushed by this dude like crushed apparently like it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't close, close. It, yeah. yeah like he may might have won one round maybe. But thank I mean, God dude, Twitter, dude is undefeated. He's a beast. So he know. never lost a round. Yeah, and hard he also to, used to wrestle bears. Yeah, well, hard to compete with a man that wrestles bears. And he's yeah, from this, Russia. This is the real deal. Uh, what's his name from Zangief? Yeah, not Zangief. Yeah, from Street Fighter. Drago. Dude, Drago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was breaking. Um, so I, MMA people don't write me a lot, but if you want to write the podcast and just Sean could, Prospect, step to him. Because here's my perspective: as long as the punches are real, I don't care who, care who's getting punched. Punch the yeah. I, can you? Would you watch this? Punch the eye cut, man. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, did you see like the malice at the palace? The the basketball. Ron Artest going into the crowd. Yeah, it got real fucking hectic, man. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm not mad at that either. <laughs> but I mean, people could have gotten really, really like 
We got, Dennis, we got Dennis the Look, Menace face. You go, you, yeah. you, go to right a, you go to a tourniquet show, you get a guitar in the head. You go to you go to the palace. <laughs> yeah, you, you might get a very big fist in your when face. You're Meta in World Hills. Hills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Meta World Peace might come up in yes. your grill and yes. fucking yeah. Best name. I do like um, Meta. Okay, uh, well, before... This is a hardcore podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, yes, it is. Uh, it's not a podcast podcast. Uh, that would be highly meta world piece. I, there has uh, to be some of that, isn't there? There has oh, I'm to sure. be a podcast I'm podcast. Sure. Uh, but let's, let's address our sponsors first. Let's start with Triple B. Triple B. Uh, doing the work out here. Doing the work. Putting out release after release. Uh, not a... I'd say it's been hits for a minute, No. For yeah. the most part, yeah, we got a little bit of something for everybody. I bet you there's not, there's not a full buy-in. Like that's and but that's part of the reason we fuck with Triple B mm. is that, yeah, everybody who likes the Eco Strike record probably doesn't fuck with the Candy record and vice versa. But that's okay. Those right. are two it's not good like records. You buy a, a, every Bridge Nine record. You buy the Bridge Nine record because it's all in the same lane for the right. most part. This is yeah. very, very varied comparatively. Yeah, I think. and that's cool. So I like it. Props to that. Shout out to the, to the diversity. Let's say, you know what's something that I don't think people are Where would they go buy it, number one? I think if you go to triplebrecords.limitedrun.com, mm. and you might want, uh, what's, what's that code? I believe it's uh, Axe to Grind. And you got to spell it out. Yeah. You get 10%. 10% off everything yes. that's in the store. Let me tell you, that shit adds up. Shit adds I, up. I, so I'm profoundly broke and don't buy things very often at all it's food is my chief expense right mm-hmm. Same. Uh, but I ordered a shirt the other day and I was excited like to look for a promo code oh did you find one no I didn't but <laughs> but I was excited um, you're a coupon guy uh, yes I, I want those savings so what I'm gonna say is that I don't think the criminal instinct 7 inch is getting the love it deserves mm. so if why do you, you like- think that is though they haven't played know. much. You know, yeah. it's they haven't played much. Seemingly. I think it's new, but and it's a seven inch. So sometimes people weird about EPs, seven inches. No, are. but I think, I think EPs. I th- yeah, I it's think like it, less. But it's this is a band who I think their LP was good, mm-hmm. but I think their first EP was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is fever. Se- yeah, and this is seven inch. I just think this one deserves a little look. Yeah. So get it, and even more so, cover arts rad, and you can get that as a T-shirt. It's a brick through a window. Yeah, right. who's mad at that? Nobody. No, it's nobody. Although I will say that, like album art shirts, uh, not executed perfectly in 2018. <laughs> no, no, but it's just the like they clicked and dragged it over. Yeah. No, I think it has to be done right. And sometimes that's the square on the front. And if you do it the right size, I think about the underdog seven inch t-shirt. So sure. rad. I think about certain album shirts. I think about the live at CB's t-shirts. AF Live. Yeah, team. that looks cool. It's just a square on a shirt. I think about the integrity systems overload. Yeah, that so works. That, yeah. But you got to work on that. But this rep for Criminal Instinct, go get this, go get the shirt, go get the seven inch. If you haven't streamed it already, do that and then order the record. Get 10% off. Yes. That's and, one from us, one and, from the team. And then immediately go to deathwishinc.com. INC. Mm. Uh, you see Deathwish the movie, the remake? I did not. Pretty terrible. So I heard it was terrible. It's fun, but it's terrible. Okay, because and it's overtly. Should racist. that be our when Trey comes on eventually? Maybe we'd get Trey and Jake, and we watch the movie Death Wish with them and do Mr. like Sons the Theater. new one. Listen, or, maybe the old one, and then the new one. I feel like we, the old one is like five somewhat, hours. Anyway, true. That's true. I feel like the old one has like some kind of like cachet to it. The new one is just like, oh, it's just a bald old white man just shooting people of color. It's really oh. fucked up. So w- let's watch the old one with Trey. 
And we'll watch the new one with Jake. Sure. Why not? We can get we'll Jake flip on here. We'll I have flip a, a coin. I have a highly controversial opinion about Eli Roth, the director of uh, the new Death Wish. Do you hate him? That's I true. think he's a brilliant auteur. <laughs> I really do. I, th- I think his movies are not good, but he is brilliant. That's my hot take on Although it. Although he's an awful actor because him and Inglorious Bastards are trying to do the fake, the terrible Boston accent. I, th- I think you could make an argument that he's terrible at everything, but... I like the first Hostel. Oh, wow. Wild card for you. I didn't expect that. I like horror movies. Oh, it's okay. pretty fucked up, though. But. But, but here's my thing. His movies the last few years have a definite point of view. It's just typically not the point of view that is the zeitgeist at the moment. And I think that that's an interesting place to be. Hmm. So I have a lot of respect for Eli, even though I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really love his movies. But all right, uh, what Death can we Wish get at Death Com. Just get the new Super Unison. We're going to talk about we're it. I talk think, about right? that. Get that new Super Unison. I'm going to also tell you, there's a green Gougeway shirt. Just looks sharp, nice. Mm. We mm. talk about Gougeway. We uh, shout them out. You know what? Looks sharp. Okay. Fun fact: Does it? I have, would rock that. Does a green it have shirt. the Almart on it? Uh, no. I was Maybe. in a group chat where people were vicious about the Almart. They won't buy really? the record because the Almart. Shut up. Why? Yeah, I don't I like the Almart. I like it too. Yeah, really smooth. I like it too. People, um, people have very definite opinions. Why the fuck would you not buy a record? I'd buy a record if I was really impressed by the album art. Yeah. But there's no chance if I go, this record's probably really good, but that album art sucks. I don't know. Who for cares? Pe- for people that like the, the uh, Leatherface record, uh, uh, Mush, yeah. it, it is such terrible album art that I wouldn't blame a young person for never checking the band out. You know right. what I mean? I mean think if, how many terrible Lemonheads like the Lemonheads art is terrible. Yeah. And you would you be like I'm not buying that. It's a fucking awful like I mean as a kid, yeah though. As yeah, a kid yeah. well that's all you'd buy it if it looked awesome. Yes. Yes. It's it should work in the positive especially now like go back and look at I mean yo I was at Generation Records yesterday actually, and they had an original pressing of Big Boys Lullabies Help the Brain Grow. Do you guys familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Okay, pull up the album art, see what that looks like. It is an ugliish looking record, but it's also kind of Amazing, it's like, yeah, and I think that it probably gets passed over, but it, it works. I'm, I'm fucking with it. I think people I should. I have no idea how to spell lullaby. Really? Yeah. L u l l a b y e s for lullabies. Plural. Plural. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible, but but shockingly bad. But it's cool. But it's also, I think, Tim Kerr, pretty famous Austin artist. Um, he, so anyways, did, he, he didn't earn his rate on this one. Mm-hmm. Anyone who just... It's 2018. Yeah. You can stream it for free. Don't judge it strictly on the art, but uh, I am kind of holistic about that shit. So I, Buy I an LP. Yeah, all right. Um, yo, I was going to shout out that people should also go to the Deathwish Inc. store, use the promo code. X to grind. And I'd urge you to spell it out. Um, I urge you. They have a bunch of exclusive stores on there, too. Right. One of which is Harm Reduction. Mm-hmm. Go there. Almost all your shit sold out. Yep. Um, Damn. But what they do have that I want to shout out is <laughs> the Resistance Wire demo. Oh, yeah. It's quite good. It's quite good. So so this is uh, uh, members of Code Orange and pre-members of Code Orange. So uh, someone who then joined Code Orange after this record, after this demo was released. Uh, they don't play very often because Code Orange is obviously a, a pretty encompassing uh, endeavor, uh, but their releases are fucking sick. They are a very heavy band. Uh, maybe slight at this point, definitely more straightforward than Code Orange, but not. It's not dull, uh, but by comparison, it's just slightly more straightforward and remarkably heavy. So yeah, who's in it? Uh, Joe's in it. Uh, it's like it's pretty much. 
I won't say it's everybody. No, Jamie's not in it. Jamie's not in it. So who's in it? It's like Shade's in it, I think. I think everybody is in it except for Reba and Jamie. So, okay. Is it, so it, it's... I would, and who sings? I would consider it pretty brutal. Yeah, not sure. Um, so yeah, heavy band. Heavy band. All right. Does well in PA. So all right, there you go. Uh, Deathwish, thank you very much. Uh, enter the code, triple B, enter the code. Let's fucking go. Let's go. All right, what are we talking about? What you guys do yesterday? Busy day? Busy day. Busy day. This is, the, this is something that I explained, and uh, Amanda was very kind to say this. She's like, see, it's not just me. You have a hard time texting and walking, Patrick. I, I'm impossible, yeah. I can't I do it at it. all. Do you not do it? No, I try not to. Oh my God. Or I just, like, it's Is that just... a city thing? Because I have no problem. Because you're going to get hit by a fucking car. It's right? not that for me. And people. No, and I just, just not that him. You, you, you'll notice that, so, so in our group chat. I explained to, yeah. Go ahead. In our group chat, I am highly, highly active. If, when you're in front of your If I'm in front of a computer. It, it, when I have to text traditionally using a phone, I am slow to respond to everybody and really kind of clipped because I, for whatever reason, I don't find... These buttons don't work as much. I don't find it to be a pleasurable experience to text on the phone. I find it like grating. Uh, but I can type like a motherfucker, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. My computer crashed, done, toast, so I went and had to get one. Mm. And then the first thing I did was set up the text on the, the computer. It is nice. It's the only way it I can nice. communicate I now. It. I get it. I think that's how one of our benefactors always responds to us. That's true. Yeah. It always comes up as maybe. It doesn't say it's actually him. It just says maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Which is yeah. weird. Um, so yesterday you were out and about, but you started the day by saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to be out and about. So yeah, don't I, expect to hear from me. I, well, I thought I might have to buy clothes because I, <laughs> I, because I, oh, yeah. I, I had a job as an extra yesterday. A, yes. back, a background artist, as it's called. Not, not Mario Lopez on extra. Yeah. This was yeah, as yeah, yeah. un-extra. I haven't, got, extra. I haven't gotten that phone call yet. Hold on. I'm going to close the window uh, for this uh, the What, car. the drone band that's set yeah, up outside? Yeah, this car buzzer. Um, so the... Uh, oh, it's going to be so damn hot. It's going to be brutal here in a minute, but hopefully that'll be over. But the... Uh, that sun outside? I, I was an extra, background artist, uh, on uh, Sneaky Pete... Are we familiar with this? No. It's an Amazon show. Yeah. You know, do, are you familiar with who Giovanni Ribisi is? Yeah, of course. See, I said, of course. I just showed Amelia and her friend Margaret. I said, oh, yeah, I was on the show yesterday. And they said, I've never heard that name before in my life. And I showed them his face. And they go, I've never seen that man before. And I was like, what? They've never seen. I mean, what? number one, he was on Friends a bunch. He was in Ted. Ah, well, that, that, I don't know if that's a oh, cultural linchpin. I didn't know uh, that was his name. Yeah, you know He was him. in Scream. No. Or Scream 2, maybe? No, uh, he, I, he was definitely in uh, Boiler Room. I, he, he, He's had a pretty decent career. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually, here's a weird thing. Him and Ben Foster, two of my favorite actors. I love watching them. <laughs> I don't know if, if you guys said this guy wanted to be on the podcast, I'd be like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. He's, fucking, he's a star of a show now. I mean, on Amazon, they got money. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Brian Cranston was standing next to him for people that like that guy. Uh, no but shit, G- but better G- than Giovanni. No, Giovanni's, Giovanni's way bigger for me. I was like, oh, it, fuck that. He's fucking yeah. Cranston don't mean shit to me. It's just Dude. some old guy. Cranston was on Seinfeld, man. Some old it's guy. True. He was Tim Watley, right? Anyway, yeah. I was an extra. <sighs> for people that don't know what that's about, uh, you stand around for fucking eight hours. Did they give you something to say in the back? I heard you supposed to be like humming, 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 like in the background, no, like, like so it looks like you're Tim talking Wally, to somebody. Yeah. So uh, as a pedestrian, they just kind of like like. 
wave you through like, Hey, like, like walk here, but they'll select you and somebody else to walk. So it was me walking with a 60 year old Armenian guy wearing a suit. And we're talking like that's an organic conversation yeah. that I just have every day on the streets of New York. Like, so oh, what hey. did you say to him? What's that? It was just like, Hey man, do you think we're going to get to the end of the street before this uh, scene cuts? And the old Armenian man is like, I don't know. They full of shit out here. And like, <laughs> Oh, so you actually have yeah, like just talking. It's, yeah, it's just us talking. It's just, it's just, so us. you try to make it look natural. Right. Try to make it look natural, like, but it's a, it's a very, un, like very unnatural. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I, humming, 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 I when is do? the last time you had more than one word conversation with someone on the street? Yo, yo, two days ago in the park, I saw a pug. Amelia loves pugs. I got on the, I said, Hey miss, can I take a photo of your pug? 80 year old woman then talked to me about diabetes for 40 minutes. And I hope that photo was worth it. it <laughs> was it, was she related to that dude from cocoon? The diabetes guy? Maybe. Diabetes. I'll Wolf, be honest Wolf though. For, for, for an 80 year old woman, she had, she was like fit as fuck. So like, you know, I may, I should follow Maybe her advice. So, girl. And, you know, uh, she, <laughs> follow her on Instagram. Yeah. But check me out. She was cool. But I'm not trying to talk to anybody for fucking the no, long no, no, ass no. time. Except but, for us. 30, 30 yeah. seconds of pleasantry, I'm fine with. Less than that, really. Just Yo. one sentence, like, hey, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Let, let me oh, that's crazy. Let cool. me tell you the nightmare of being an extra. Yeah. So my brother does this currently as a career. He, he's just in LA. He's the most, he's the beefier looking version of me. Shout out TK. So he's just a normal. What's his name? Tim? Tim. He's just a very basic white man. If I'm basic, but like, oh, I'm thin an and cat. I got yeah. neck tattoos. But yeah. I'm otherwise, if you just looked at me, I'd be basic as fuck. He's the regular body version of me right so you like skim milk and he's whole milk right so yeah. he's basic as fuck so he gets cast in everything because he's, he's just, just like a rando white guy nondescript yeah. okay looking guy and uh so like you can see him on a whole bunch of shows he's, he's a christian bale a little bit he's always playing a cop or uh an army guy right because it's just basic ass looking white guy but i said yo what should i expect from this i haven't been an extra in a decade <laughs> and he's like and i forget he's like he goes Expect to be spoken to by strangers in like a small talk sort of way every moment of your day. Oh, and no. it was really hard on me. Like, like the other actors? Were that's like, a really tough thing for you. Really hard. Yeah. Like really hard. Uh, it, it is. Uh, I found it very taxing because, you know, even with headphones on, people want to talk to you. Seemingly conversations that they've had a trillion times. Right. They have like their go-to. And yeah. they're just like, you're the next guy that's going to hear about my right. life in Iowa. Yeah. It, to me, it was it was... Where'd you guys film? 29th Street. Uh, uh, on the East West? Madison. Um, oh, random. And it was, uh, uh, there was a car scene uh, where the premise of the scene is that Giovanni Ribisi is talking to the female lead who I didn't even see her face. I don't know who, I haven't seen the show. Uh, but they're in an argument and she walks backwards into traffic, I guess, to like, to stir something in him. So it's Giovanni Ribisi having to do 12 takes of being really intense and her having to do 12 takes of walking backwards into traffic, almost hit by a car. It was, and I have a lot of respect for actors because that shit is hella dull. Hella dull. You know what I mean? Better to be working, if, if for the same money, you should just go work on an oil rig. You know what I mean? Because a lot of hurry up and wait, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just got talked to so by a bunch of, uh, but yo, one guy has been, he's a legend. He's been, he was a, a pop singer in the seventies and has been a lifetime background actor Who's since Christopher then. Christopher Cross or something? Since, El, El, uh, Engelbert Humperdinck? He, <laughs> he looks like him. This dude, this Tiny dude, Tim? this dude is bananas. Firstly, it's a lot of retirees that you're there with. You know what I mean? That are just like, yeah, it's like, a hundred, time. Sure. It's like $150 a day for me to just be around actors. This is fun. You know okay. what I mean? And you could probably get insurance, right? 
Uh, yes. If you but, do it enough. But to if, the Extras Guild, wow. No, like the, you, you join guild, the SAG right? Guild, yeah. but that's the topic that they all want to talk to you about because they all see it as Are a scam. SAG? They all see it as a scam. Mm. Um, do you have to do like a certain amount of work per year to yes. qualify or something? So you got to pay them $3,200 yep. and then you've got to be, uh, you have to get a certain amount of work per year. You have to clear 15000 And uh, that doesn't sound like much, obviously, because nobody in the United States can really live off of that, but... Uh, you, it, it, most of the actors in New York, most of the background actors are just doing it for supplemental income. Yes. So 15 is what they're aiming for. Like under 15 is fine by them. So like the, 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 uh, union doesn't make sense for a lot of people in New York is what I heard last night at any rate. <laughs> a lot of times I was there. Yeah. yeah. I was there till two in the morning. Uh, and I can't say that it w- was terrible. Also, wouldn't say it was the funnest time of my life. Let's flip this. Did you get some food? Yo. Firstly, I was promised. Like, I said to my brother, yo, how plentiful is the food? He's like, that's the best part, dude. He's like, forget the... It's, he's like, it's low pay. It's like $150, but you're not spending anything all day because you're just... You're you know. eating. You're and for my brother and I, food is our major expense. Expense, yes. expenditure. This was bullshit, man. This was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and pasta salad. I'm wondering if the scene in LA is different. It has to be different. So, well, I mean, you, you know, can make a career, you can do this as a career there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the food supposedly is good. You know, it's like hot, nice Dude, tapas. It's, it's the different. Honestly, I was thinking about this when I was at the suburban Whole Foods in Wall, New Jersey, the other day. Is that nice huh? nice really one. nice? However, Never when compared it. to the spread for the food they have at like a New York the, one, well, no, in New York I felt bad too. Compared to the LA Whole Foods yeah. that are busy as all get out and they got high turnover. Mm-hmm. And like we, we were ranting about it on the podcast, and I still think about it. I had this bread pudding French toast that I want to eat every day of my life. And you can't find it. And anymore. they don't have the, the breakfast spread at the Whole Foods at Wall. Very, very questionable. Crap. Mm-hmm. Just some just some weak breakfast sandwiches, some watery eggs, and mm-hmm. like so whatever. All right. <laughs> what was the best conversation you had with another extra? The best, the good. The guy, Most pleasant. The le- it all went south. You know when somebody's talking and they're funny, and then they're talking for too long, and they say something that then it, it costanza it and walk out the door when you get when you hit the high note. No, it's like like when a dude is being funny at somebody else's expense, and then he takes it too far, and and, and, and mean, and not mean, but like you, then he doesn't understand. Hey, it's all jokes if he can't hear you. If he can hear you, then it's disrespect. And you it know? feels yeah, it feels like we're in some bad shape. And so a dude was was cracking on this old fucker there, and, and and he was being funny, you know what I mean? But then it's like the old fucker's not deaf necessarily, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it I crosses was, the line into meanness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was game for the first part, not game for the second. Talked to a girl from the Bronx for a long time. She's really, really pretty. So she she walked into this job just being like, oh, I can hope I can make my one fifty. But she keeps getting called what what's called uh, she keeps getting what's called bumps. Yeah. Uh, because they just constantly need her on camera. Yes. Because. She is non-union, so not costing an arm and a leg, but she is also screen ready. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, like she's yeah. a good-looking woman. Good. So they throw her, like money because she has like a line or something, or a line would be a lot. Well, uh, no, but uh, just extra scene time. This is, right, right, right. This is you're like, not just like walking in the background. Right. This like, is yeah. this is you're holding a tray of uh, of champagne. You Got know it, what yeah. I mean? Like that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, so I uh, had a had a nice conversation with her. Uh, but largely, I tried to. D- yeah, one I know. Dude, this is your hell. Dude. It really I, was. I'm amazed by it. There was one dude that was. Have you seen the movie? 
Is it Arthur? Not Arthur. Not Arthur. Not Arthur. Uh, William. Dudley Moore. William. No, no, no. Master Bates. William. It's the movie where the kid can control rats, and Crispin Glover. I want to say is in the remake. That that human being, Crispin Glover, who controls rats, was was the guy sitting next to me. Wasn't it Ben? Who didn't talk... Oh, is it Ben? It's Ben. Because it's, it's a ben. Jackson 5 song about it. It's Ben. It. Oh. Ben, uh, the two of us will it's ben. look oh, yeah. no more. That's what wow. it's about. Yeah. The... Wow. Yeah, it's... Go. Boom. Blew my ref, brain. Good wow. ref. But <laughs> the, the... It truly... It was... It is, the block is hot in Bushwick right no, now. <laughs> uh, uh, last night, I got off the train, and there was four police officers tackling a kid in the middle of the street, Ugh. people screaming on either side. Uh, and you're right near a hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Woodhull's not that far. No, no, no. There was a couple kids that needed the hospital after this. This was this was a mess last night. I thought I was going to witness something very ugly. Uh, it got... it. That's what I walked into at 3.30 in the morning Jesus when I was getting home. Uh, but it, it was... Uh, yeah, the block was uh, uh, hostile for, for for a minute. It was okay. uh, not good. Ben, 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 Ben. Oh, yeah. So ben, Crispin Glover lookalike sitting next to me. Ve- hyper creepy. Hyper. Uh, so it's Crispin Glover. He might yes. have been Crispin it Glover, been, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Crispin Glover uh, jogging in New York uh, a couple months ago. Um, but he he didn't talk to anybody and nobody talked to him. And all I could think was, fuck, I wish I could be as weird looking as you. And you just had like project. Yes. Like, don't yes. just fucking look fuck. at me. Fuck. It's, it's but, a trait. Oh, um. They had to cover my uh, tattoos. Yes. So, uh, boring factoid for people at home. Some productions get very nervous about tattoos because uh, it... It's intellectual property, right, for the tattooer? Yes. And I disagree with that stance highly. Uh, And I say this as an artist rights advocate, but I don't... I think that that's a very sloppy application of that idea. Mm. Uh, But, uh, yes, technically it is... It, 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 it belongs to that person. It can be so. Like the Mike Tyson uh, uh, hangover, hangover thing yeah. blew this up and made people scared. But that was a hyper specific incident because the tattoo was replicated on another man's face for the movie. So they right, 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 right. The uh, yeah, dude yeah, gets yeah. it tattooed yes. on his face. That's so, right. so that. But but productions are scared now. That that you could yeah I mean you could there's precedent for it that you could get yes uh, so it, it's uh, so they had to make me put makeup on to obscure most of my neck so that'll be interesting I hope we get to see that <laughs> yes look for me look for me walking by Giovanni Ribisi sneaky Pete and sneaky Pete season three so that's an interesting day and you got home late and you woke up at approximately like four thirty today yeah I woke up at one forty in the afternoon which for me is like a did nightmare. Amelia think you were dead. She got home at the same time. All right. So, and she woke up an hour before me. She, she's like a social being. For me, that was too much less. Yeah, you're like t- way overstimulated. I had but, to talk to too many people. Yes. I'm uh, with you on that, but, dude. But, but you're social, and you must have talked to 100 people yesterday yeah. because you were aware. Too. Great move. That was a good, that was a good uh, segue. segue yeah, I'm working on it. I went to the Vans Thrasher, whatever the fuck that thing was called. Death match. Death match. Um, it was cool. A lot of people there. Yeah. Probably, I don't know, 1,500? That's out of guess. Bang. Room fits 3,000. Which is crazy. It's fucking enormous. And it was funny. We were like, I was like, yeah, this place is really fucking weird, man. Like, I never would have guessed this was here. It's a mile from my house. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. You know, right. like, when we come from here and we go in that weird, like, like we're area. passing you. That's where it is. So, when, when after we record, typically, I'll, I'll give Tom a ride home. And it's not that far from here, but when we go, we go through this area where we believe is where you throw all the bodies. Yeah, no one actually lives there. No, no. But if you get a UPS uh, shipment and you miss your shipment, that's where you have to go pick it up. <laughs> Literally, that's where you got to go, Maspeth. So um, 
we rolled in, and so I'm like, this is so fucking weird. And of course, you know, because I'm cranky with me, you know. And and Trey was like, you fucking assholes. He's like, you're making fun of this. He's like, when we when these are the places that you would play in Germany, and you'd always be like, God damn it, I wish we had this in America. He's like, well, now you do. That's what it looks like. It's like you played that place in like Oberhausen or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like this big open like old factory space. They didn't really do much to change it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you could tell like that would be the sleeping place. This yeah. would be that. Like all I needed was like shitty graffiti on it, yeah. and it would look like every place you played. Cass- in, like, Cassiopeia in uh, yes, Berlin. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I got there in time for Gaudjoy. They were fantastic. Um, Shouts to praise. I heard they were good, even though the room wasn't that packed out. Yeah, I totally fucked up, and I screwed up the times. Um, Shouts to Death Bells. Shout out to uh, Weeping Eye. Weeping, Weeping Icon. Yeah. Sweeping yeah. yeah. Weeping Icon or Weeping Weep, Eye. Weeping Icon. Sweeping Eye is my new band, so don't worry about it. Uh, and so, yeah, so I, I saw Gouge Away, fantastic. I saw... Who's Fury? after Gouge Away? Uh, Warthog was after Gouge Away. They right. were excellent. Uh, Fury was fantastic. Is Warthog underrated? Kind of, because I a feel like bit. everyone that sees them are like, yo, that band's sick. Yeah. We got a new record coming out soon, too. So okay. yeah. 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 I think they've been in New York thing for a minute. Yeah. And, yeah. and their last record, Everybody Freaks Out, actually got some votes as one of the best records of the 2010s. Yeah, so. and I don't know if they like play anywhere outside of New York. Mm. Not that much. I, as far as I know. But um, they were they were good. You know, uh, Culture Abuse was really good. Negative Approach was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, John Brandon doesn't say anything. Well, he has a couple go-tos. The, uh, are you having a nice time? That's about to change. We're negative approach. Yeah, that's yeah. the hardest thing. But like, he doesn't sing the words. No. <laughs> no it's need. Like, Does he just no like, He doesn't say any of the actual words. It's fucking awesome. I wonder if that's more meaningful to him at this point. You've sang those songs so many times, and they're 35 years old. So and he's like, probably hammered. Let me just, yeah, just let me, I'm going to make guttural noises to this. I mean, he was literally sitting next to me fucking pounding cigarettes. 47 seconds before he got on the stage. Yep. Like, there's no yep. warming up. There's no. I think by stretch. episode 1000, we'll just be making inaudible noises. The band that Drug Church just went out uh, in support of, Boston Manor, and and another band on the tour, uh, Microwave, I think, on that tour, both do vocal warm ups. Mm. And that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, I think Touche does it too. I think Jeremy might do some vocal warm ups. I. Uh, I, I uh, have tried. Uh, I have good. Yeah, I don't I know have, what to do. I, I have get, stuff on all this topic that we really? can discuss. Yeah? I have two separate things. Do you do vocal warm ups? I should. Here's the thing. I should too. No, no, no. So I, um, before MPB, I went to a vocal coach. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Um, who, so Thursday I went to the sh- uh, Colbert show mm. and yeah. Gaga was on. Lady Gaga was the guest for the whole thing. Mm. So cool. she went to the same vocal coach that I did. No shit. And she shouts him out and everything. And I turned to my friend. I was like, I want them too. She got a better return on investment. A little there. bit. Yeah. $75 every half hour <laughs> to a point that I was like, I really can't come back. Yeah. Like I can't afford this. Um, but on top of that, um, our, our buddy, do you know Kent Sinclair? Names you would know familiar. Shout friend out of the Ken. pod, great dude from Ohio. He works for Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars does not oh, yes, warm up. Yes, yes, my fault. Yes, mm. okay. Literally, that yep. dude. He goes, dude. He sits around the arena all day smoking, and he just gets up there. Dude does not miss a fucking note. Doesn't warm up at all. So you either need to start doing warm ups or, or smoking. start smoking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dave Lombardo from Slayer also doesn't warm up. Smokes up. He literally just gets out there and fucking plays. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, respect to the drummers that can do that shit because it's like that's it, muscle. That's, yeah. 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 And but that then again, you can play the same thing. I don't know. Whatever. But I feel like even that, though, you still have to like get. You're older. You know, like sick of it all. You like they do like a full fucking like Pilates class before they go out there. 
Respect. I mean, they look like it now. They're, they got I it. swear to God that they play better today than they did oh, when absolutely. I saw them in 1997. Yeah. I swear to God. Um, yeah, so Incendiary was insane. Yeah. Insane. Uh, the reason they were direct support. Yeah, yeah. They the sounded, reason they were over negative approach. Yeah. They sounded great. They brought in a sound guy, and they, you could t- really tell the difference. Like, Robus, it's cool. You know, like. It's GB. It's GB. I mean, the songs. The songs are magic. Fun. The reaction is going to do yeah. what it's going to do. So. Sold out all of all their ugly ass merch. Heard it was kind of ugly. It's it was like mustard yellow, a Thrasher ripoff mustard yellow. Yeah, mustard, which with, is a cool concept, but yeah, it was um, gl- had glitter in the in the ink. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird. I don't know what I thought of that. <laughs> it sounds like they're just testing us at this point. And you know they're what, dude? Playing. It worked. They're playing. They they're literally playing. sold out every single piece of merchandise they had. As um, is their want to. Yeah, do. John Brandon had his own shirt, which I was very close to buying. Did it say yo check it out? It just said John Brandon in like a like a weird like cream like would buy. Yeah, I probably should have bought that for you. I didn't even think of it. Sean Brandt. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Hey, hey, just seeing him around, he was like walking around. Is that like, going to be your move, PK? You're yes. just going to make sure it's to say Patrick Kinlan. Like, I don't, I don't see the why so you aren't. Doing I this. want to bring. We, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. You, you are a um, manufacturing and merchandising guru, so yeah. so you've given me numbers. I would like to run my own bootleg fucking company that I just bring on. I tour enough that I could, but the thing is that like a lot of these drug church tours that I'm on, it's not the audience that would understand any of right. my references necessarily. You know so what I mean? So the Tommy Hilfiger ripoff would not go over well. <laughs> well you should do like a Pat Kinlan polo bear. I think know? I. You know what? No, he needs to do the Pat. This is the new thing I noticed yesterday on the streets of New York. Fila ripoffs. Oh yeah. I mean, really? Fila is just the font. Well, Fila with the colors, and we'll do yeah. color blocks. Sure. Color blocks are hot right now. For a minute, I was collecting Todd One gear. Do you remember Todd One? Yes. What about Lecoq Sportif? So fucking. It's, it's it's a step off of candy gear, it's, it's, which has also been hot. Really, we got to bring Mike Kappa. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it's then it's called candy. And then if I can really swing it, we'll be moving right into and one gear. From Ooh, the hold, nice. hold on. Most dated reference. People aren't even going to understand this. Does anybody remember Serial Killer, the brand from the nineties? Vaguely. Yeah, vague. It, it was a successful t-shirt company whose business model was to put, like, just violent characters and scenes onto a t-shirt. I feel and like that would do hot right now. I, I don't know. It's true. I don't know. I think a year from now, it'll probably kill it. Ed, um, edgy's coming back. It's true. But it was awesome. It was a free show. Huge space. Uh, the half pipe that people were skating on. It was cool. And you said a lot of randoms. Like, a lot of randoms. Like kids that were like definitely not there for a show, but like were like doing the stage. I'm like, yeah. come on, catch me, bro. Yeah, when like, he said there were randoms, I, I did the hands exactly gesturing. What it was. Yeah. To like, hey, I'm standing on the stage. Hey, come here, catch me. I'm going to jump. Hands. And, and also, he knew we, exactly. He's like, yep, yeah. exactly that. Can we also talk about, I don't know how, Pat might not be up on this because he was oh. sleeping through half of Twitter. Yeah. And Isaac brought it up today. Did anyone notice to hear the story about the dude from ICP that tried to drop kick yes, Fred Durst off the stage? Did you see this? You missed this. It, and he, he missed, well, he missed Fred Durst too. This is peak, peak internet. Peak it, amazing. Internet. So yeah, I, I didn't get any further background, but yeah. We'll I don't know if there's to, some kind of beef. My buddy Thorne's so. like posted the video of it. Dude whiffs. He goes for a full drop kick. Drop kick. Like shoulder misses, high. Misses him by probably six inches. Yeah. Wow. Like he was close enough that you're like, oh. Fred, like Fred Durst is like bent over, like singing into the crowd. And this dude's trying to hit him in the back of the yeah. head slash shoulder area. Whoa. That could, be, that could be very dangerous. Oh, yeah. it could have been. And then he gets to just drop by security. Yeah. Security and then they got arrested. On him. But like, dude, like whiffed. Yeah. See, I thought this is one of the principal dudes in, in ICP. Yes. It's, one of the two. Yeah. 
I this thought, is like the thinner yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, Scrappy J and yeah, Slappy Doo. Right, but right, he's right. it's Scrappy J. I, I thought that uh I thought they were on some peace love shit now. I think they are, but Fred Durst I think's come at him. So oh. I think this is this might be long term beef. We'll have to get into it. Uh, and they were in it was at um that's uh what's the fest that uh the, the um self preservation fest, self self help? Self help fest, yes. Really? Yes. No. They were headlining. No. The biscuit were headlining. Self. We got, yeah. Patrick's going to mess with lo- yeah, <laughs> get some people to hit him. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, so anyways, we'll, we'll update you to the story as we get it. Um, <laughs> I had a nice day. Yeah. What did you do yesterday, man? I. Oh, went was to... this the Detroit one? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. They don't do it in Cali. Thank you, Detroit, for watching yeah. him get dropkick. Do you have any juice on that? I mean, Might you get some back he, I, inside knowledge? One of my closest friends in the world is the principal booking agent. Uh, oh, so, so I, why are you not texting him right now? Me and Bob are going to have an adult conversation. <laughs> Find out why Shaggy Too Dope tried to kick him in the fucking back. It might be, that might be why I got a phone call the other day. From uh, I, mi- I missed a call. They're like, dude, morning, I need you to come to Detroit. Be here, be Shaggy security. Too Dope is going to come and fucking try to so, drop. So the plan is I'm going to go with the, the, the clowns. You got to stick around with Durst. Yeah. Just make sure he's not hot. Make well, sure you're keeping an idea on, eye on him, you know. You know who might? I don't know. Book the. I think he might book. Oh yeah, I think so. He does. Yeah, that's Wild. pretty amazing. What an amazing world this is. <laughs> so uh, we're talking. This would been hardcore, Jason, yeah. Um, Which yeah. is Kevin Gill, who's a hardcore dude. Shout it's out to the whole Gill. thing. Um, He's got a podcast as well. Yeah, he does. Right, it does well. Yeah. Um, I had a nice day in New York with the family. I had. Uh, we went to the museums and. What museum did you go to? Went to Natural History. Easton Lovett? La, yeah. He, he liked it enough. Oh, no. He's been there a few times. Yeah, not impressed. He likes it. He likes it. We, like we did, kid, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. The dinosaurs do it for him. He likes that. Yeah. He likes the bones. It's it's tough because you realize, like, I was walking around, I'm like, oh, there's all these stills. They had, like, the African animals, and it's, like, yeah. rad. But then you realize, like, when you go to see these animals, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super into zoos, but if you see the real things, it's better than seeing the... Yeah, the, the dioramas. Yeah, I, here's a weird thing. I have a lot of respect for diorama makers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, the I like, artisanship is wonderful. It's very yeah, well done. Yeah, I, I, I weirdly now that's what I marvel at. Oh, I went to the Poe Museum the other day. Oh, how was that? So, for people that don't know, Poe Park is in the Bronx, and uh, I went up there on a spiritual pilgrimage. Okay. Because uh, Bill he had to fight with Amelia, and he had to go for a walk. No, so he went to the Bronx. That's a long fucking walk. <laughs> yes. I took a train, and it took me an hour. Uh, I'm just shocked you got on the train. Yeah, really. The the uh, so the 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 bottom street that uh, abuts Poe Park is now uh, that section is called Bill Finger Way mm-hmm. uh, for the co-creator of Batman. Who, oh, right. who never got the credit yes. during his life. Yep. Uh, wow, okay. He was fucked uh, by Bob Kane uh, in what is now considered one of the more tragic sort of comic books. And, and honestly, if you've never read about it and no. you, you don't care about comic books, just read it. It's so interesting to yeah. see it because it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's basically. I like, read an article out recently about who, like, well, who created Venom? Yeah. Because this guy said this, but yeah. then they took this idea and it was the same kind of. Like, there's no. Other than maybe the intellectual property for, for, for artists. Well, and even Stanley, he's got a lot with Jack Kirby. So, a lot. Right. So, I mean, so. there's no one's kind of come up with it in a vacuum sort of thing. Exactly. Yes. And uh, when it's owned by a company, yeah. a publisher, then it's like, well, wait a second. Why should I be doing it? Anyways. Sure. Uh, so, you went to Bill Finger, Poe? I went to Park. Bill Finger Way uh, because him, uh, Finger, and Bob Kane used to walk around Poe Park. Uh, chatting up their ideas and this dude who so would you like smoke some ayahuasca and go up there and be like give me ideas no 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 it wasn't like that it was like New York Comic Con was in town I had to do meetings and bullshit like that 
and I hate that yes. a lot. So I just wanted to go up and uh, uh, Brooklyn, s- shut up, and see the the end point of not self advocating enough, which yes. is that you get a street name for you in the Bronx, but you die in poverty. Yes. You know? right. <laughs> so, so that was your realization. Were there any other comic book nerds up there? No, 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 no. no. no it's no. not well known enough no, that people would make that pilgrimage. No, it's, no. you know, it's ladies selling mangoes or whatever. It's, but that was another reason to be in New York. The city during Comic-Con is wild. Just on the subways, there's oh, people the, in costumes. The, yeah. Absolute fucking <laughs> goobers. Dudes built like me in spandex. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. It's not the look, although it's committed, and it's I respect committed. that. I respect to the the love. I go um, to Gothamist and I read like I look at all like the best. So people. you don't want to end up with a street in Bethlehem and uh, and and two blocks over is your nameless grave. Yeah, right. Okay. So r- rumor is that he was buried in a uh, unmarked popper's fucking in, thing. Like mm-hmm. not, not not true, but yes, yeah, th- that turned out to not be true. But there there is a run. <laughs> There's a running fucking reality in the older generation of comic book uh, creators that like they die on a park bench. You know what I mean? Like, like, Jesus. and it's proven yeah. true at least once. Well, how was yeah. it retroactively proven that it was hit, that he did more than? There's actually notes and different. Wow, and he stuff. couldn't have done anything. And the... so, uh, sorry, it, everybody. Well, yeah. No, so this I, is a great side. We've had some whack side tours on this one already. <laughs> yeah. This is a good one. <laughs> this is. What's the whack one that we have to get Pat to edit? Uh, no, I think they're all good. I mean, it's a good yeah. content. You guys uh, like it. I like it. I'll I talked about being an extra for an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, yeah. It's pretty interesting. So uh, in comic book land, okay. uh, uh, it's basically you have a bunch of people who are natural uh, salespeople and, and natural self-advocates, natural self-promoters, and then you have people who are... The artiste? Yeah. You have people who are quiet by nature right. and, and, and not comfortable uh, sort of being loud and also trusting sometimes, you know? And, fault, and especially trusting in a partnership, be it with another individual yeah. or a group of individuals or right, with or a company. company. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I, I uh, shout out to Bill Finger. Uh, I, I, you know, your family has advocated for you since then. I hope that they're getting a chunk. Uh, did real, he die of like natural causes? Or he he did. No, he did. Okay. A lot of these dudes killed themselves. So it's not a weird question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Poe Park. Uh, which is the home of Edgar Allan Poe. Okay, I was going to ask you. And that. here's the deal with that. It's a small, it looks like a, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a shed that like a groundskeeper would have, but, mm-hmm. but for a park that's too small to justify the slightly yeah. oversized. Right, right, right. And that's uh, where he lived? That's where he lived the last three or four years of his life uh, when it was Fordham. And uh, its own spot, not the Bronx, right? Like, right. But, but uh, and it was pasture mostly. Uh, but, so when you go up to the park, there's a dude that hangs that his job, he's with the Preservation Society, is to hang out in this unapproachable looking little building, look with out a, the window, with and a when, raven he see, on his shoulder? when he sees you look at the building, he pops out and he's like, Hey man, what do you know about Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah. And then he tells you. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Really cool. Yo, firstly not like a punisher. Like you're like, cool, I want to talk about this. No, show. I was fascinated. Right. I didn't know Edgar Allan Poe f- uh, first. Uh, writer of the modern era to uh, 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 live off of his work. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah. Huh. He lived in poverty, but he lived. I mean, he lived, yeah. yeah. That was his only job. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, uh, anyway. Uh, museums are cool. Go to museums. Yeah. We did that. We did that. Uh, we went to some parks, went to some playgrounds. It's nice. You know, I, I advocate strongly for New York City 
as a guest to come in without plans, maybe have a few things you'd like to do. Right. But just go enjoy the city. There's a lot to do. A lot of food to eat. Does I he like some, it? Oh, is it too much for him? Oh, no. He loves it. He's, yeah. He's, we come to New York regularly. So yeah. he, he's with it. So enjoyed it. It was a good day. I didn't make it to the show I wanted to. But by the time I would have gotten over there, I wouldn't have gotten to see the bands I wanted to see. Right. Which, not to say I didn't want to see Grill Biscuits, but, you know. Yeah. Seeing it. Seeing you guys. Seeing it. Um, I almost went to the midnight show. I just... Right. Farted out. I know. I, you know the, the Three pains, bands after The pains midnight. of age, man. Dude. You know? I know. And no one had to get up in the morning, but yeah, Combust, Gaudjaway, and Fury played St. Vitus. That's cool. Uh, That's a cool right. show. Good show. Yeah. You guys want to talk about hardcore for a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. Tom did. did. Us, we, we were like... <laughs> yeah, the old guy. I'm like, you're you're, I spent six hours at a fucking hardcore show. Um, I that, only took that extra gig after I got... Zeroed out of the show. I had a ticket for you, but then you had the gig. Yeah, yeah, the gig. I was an extra once. What? I was in the back of I forget what fucking it was like some like dating show. Mm-hmm. Like you know it would be on like twelve thirty in the morning on like a, on Fox or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at some bar after work, and it was like if you walk in here, blah blah blah. You know you're gonna be mm-hmm. filmed, whatever. So we were we were in the back of like the it was a guy and two women. I forget the hell what the show was called, but we faked a fight behind them, <laughs> and I made my. Uh, my female co with this woman Liz I was like alright so we're gonna make believe we're arguing smack me and I had her slap me in front of the, in front of the cameras did you get on yeah oh nice yeah. wow we'll look for that right. piece of history I, cool. didn't get it. I didn't get any money for it but no, I got smacked right. in the face it was funny cool yeah I took one for the team um, we're gonna dive into some questions we're just keeping it light this it episode. is really am I, is it hot in here or am I over it's here? no it's hot the last couple of days have fucked us cause it's gotten hotter in the evening it's, it's, it's very uh, muggy it's yeah. it's the, yeah. it was like 85 Patrick's eating a rice ramen kind of cup yeah, thing, and I am dying. I mean, it looks so good. It's not good. It. It's not good? No, it's like this brand is, uh, is on sale Tom at Yum. Whole Foods right now, uh, and it should be on sale. Because I'm thinking I need to eat something, so maybe we'll go down to the grocery store after this. These noodles are butt. All right. <laughs> well, it makes me feel better then. Um, I got some uh, trail mix in my bag if you'd like some. Oh, no, I want some noodles. I'm weird about it. I, I'm looking for that. That's take not apple, you guys Let's jump into questions. Boop, boop, boop. Um, all right. Garrett says, I'd be interested in hearing what your favorite sea market cities are, whether that be for the city, the people, the bands. I feel like places like New York City, Boston, Philly, Philly LA, etc. can get on the radar with ease. It's interesting to hear a little segment about the cities nobody's trying to live in. I know Pat's got some interesting takes on places like my hometown, Birmingham. Did we do this question already? Uh, we've talked about Birmingham, Birmingham as, Alabama, as, as yeah. my preferred sea market, but let's, uh, let's do this. One. Does anybody have a sea market that they love? I think we have yeah, touched on this, but I, I are you, you going to hit us with like a San Antonio? What are you going to hit us with? No, not San Antonio. Okay, it's fine. Gonna, I mean, I've lived there. Um, Flagstaff. Weird. Yeah. Wait, as a show spot? Oh, or? no, 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 no. As a place. <laughs> no, as an interest. Shows I've heard. Now, I have heard that... Um, as a decent Whole Foods. Okay. No, right. As a Tucson or one of the one of the Arizona markets um, with repetition has been good for a few bands. Maybe um, Mesa? Mesa, yeah. Maybe Mesa. Not yeah. for me. Tucson's pretty wild. Which one? Wait, which one? Okay. Tucson, I think I like, but my shows there aren't necessarily hot. Scrappies was like the spot in Tucson. That's right. Scrappies? Scrappies, I believe, with is, K. Is that the fucking... I played a roadhouse there that looked like from the movie Roadhouse. Was that... That might be it. The only show I've ever been to in Arizona was a on Mental Righteous Jam's R&R tour, which also was Lights Out, Our Turn, and maybe Make Move, I can't remember, uh, in Phoenix. And there was like... It was pretty cool. There's maybe 30 or 40 people there. It was right. fun. But, you know... 
I've never. I mean, I like Arizona, but the I like never I like Phoenix. Bangers. Never been great to me. Yeah, Flagstaff, High Desert. Yeah, never been to a show there. High Desert, um, temperate, doesn't get too hot. Yeah, enjoy. I'm trying to think of other sea markets. Uh, like for, for shows, it's tough, man. For shows, um, Fresno, me- Fresno, which might Fres- be a D market. Oh, you sure, know. I'll take Fresno. Dedicated folk. Yeah, they don't love anything I do, but I love them. Dedicated people, people who are trying to make that thing a place. Um, what about Bend? Is that a C market? Would you say Bend, Oregon? I never oh, played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, C. that's good. Yeah. Portland's B. Portland would be B. It's Bend's got to be C. Right? I would, or Eugene. Okay. Eugene. Good to you. Yeah. Okay. Northeast is always good. I feel like Tehachapi slash Bakersfield had a real minute and maybe still does, but that's mm. like Central California. They'd get shows that were passing through. I feel like that's a good one. What about Northeast? Is Albany a C market or is it just a B market? No, it's a C. C. Yeah, okay. You know where I would go northeast? Uh huh. Burlington. Okay, I like shows it as a city. Were always bangers. Yeah, not like really okay. good. Yeah, in the nineties. Have you ever been to a good show in Burlington? I've played plenty of shows in Burlington. Shout out to Max Vic. Uh, Shout out to Bubsy's the uh, the boss out there. Two four two Main. Yep. Two four two Main. The original Still. Ben and Jerry's. We, yeah. That cool record store. That's near Stowe, Vermont. Uh, the OG Ben and Jerry's yeah. like that. We've gotten overpaid to play uh, Burlington a few times oh, because, because of the university. Because people are people advocate for us there. Like Max has been a supporter for a lot of years, but it's never like we got a crazy response. It's just dedicated weirdos. Uh, real quick. My new pitch that I think is going to get picked up uh, yeah. for, for comics. Uh, puts, you sure you want to put that out there? Puts, it's all right. puts Albany as it just as a gag as the center yeah. of the world. Albany is the is the capital of the Northeast megalopolis that runs from Montreal to to uh, uh, Baltimore. Okay, uh, and there's I, a new a new megalopolis. This is a new. Did Boston get nuked? Boston's gone. Gone. I like it. Um, <laughs> killed, and this killed, is a good time for us to mention. Camera. Our, our sponsors, 5-1 Vape. Please go in, mention Axe to Grind. I think that's real. Uh, no, mention really Axe to Grind and see if you get any kind of response. If you get a response, <laughs> yeah, we're cash apping you money. So yeah. please do. Uh, if you record it, you get more money. Oh, Next. dude. Um, that would be pretty amazing. You go in and be like, all right, hey, yeah, Northeast is Buffalo a B market? I yes. think it's C. If it's, I think it's, it's B. Is, is it above Albany? You're, it's oh, not yes. above. No. Yes. No, it's yes. not, dude. You go no, to Cleveland, it's like three better. times the population of Albany. But Albany shows are much better because of proximity. Than and Buffalo? People, because think about the population density around Albany. Let's, we're talking about Tuffalo, gentlemen. We're talking about Tuffalo. You're just putting, you're just putting respect on the name. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, Northeastern Pennsylvania is a good. I've played plenty of great shows market. in Syracuse, so fuck it, Syracuse. Oh, uh, the Shore, yeah, that's a B or a C market. That might be a C. Sure. Yeah. No offense, I mean. No, no, no. It's the, well, it's the Shore. It's like a suburbanite thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Where yeah. it's like basically everything from Asbury, all of Monmouth and Ocean County, but you get draw right. from Philly, and it's basically Jersey is just a, a B or C market. Yeah. Huge population density. So what 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 makes a good secondary or third market is population density. Or just rabid, passionate people. Yeah, yeah. People that appreciate have you know bands that come through. Yeah. Like what's like the whack, like the craziest? Be like, I played. I mean, Fargo, in the states at least. Fargo used to be fucking lit for us. Yeah. So, so like, shout out to Fargo. Uh, yeah. We played a Sioux, like a bowling alley in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Great Falls, Montana. For people that are that are listening to this podcast and live in these places, I wonder if they are sitting there going, "Oh, that's cool that they we got mentioned," or if they're saying, "We have the hottest fucking scene, and you fucking idiots ignore you old us." Morons, don't yeah. want to realize. Yeah, I, hit us with an email. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, right. and Pat's guarantee is five hundred dollars just for him. Yep. If you want to do the rest of the band, it's a thousand. Correct. Connor says, 
This is the only podcast I like now. This email's from August, so maybe he likes more now. Keep up the <laughs> good work. Two things. In regards to guys, the guy asking about Blacklisted being appealing to younger guys. I'm 20. Hopefully still 20. And Heavier Than Heaven is my favorite hardcore record of all time. Wow. It happens. Good record. Maybe you're in the minority. Uh, I think the reason is because my favorite band is Nirvana, mm. and I Am Weighing Me Down sounds just like Nirvana's song Tourette's. You know Am what I the, a rare breed? Yes. Yes. 100% yes. Yes, but I mean, I feel like they, they definitely got a ut- u- in utero vibe after a while for Blacklist. How about this? Let me throw this game at you. As of August 20th, 2018, our buddy Connor here is 20. Uh-huh. That means he was born four years after Kurt Cobain died. Mm-hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. Look, there's always going to be there, there's always going to be a young person that likes old shit. That's I right. was I was not necessarily that kid. I really loved Elvis Costello, but hated Led Zeppelin. Couldn't fuck with Led Zeppelin. I, mean, I was a young kid that was in a fucking. And then he grew to it. Yeah. Oh well, now I listen to Led Zeppelin anytime. But like smoking the, your five one vape. The, uh, but the, the get that house of the it whole. It smells like flavor. fruity pebbles. There's always going to be a kid that. Well, here's a real question. Sorry for this. <laughs> so, sorry for this diversion. I don't know much about the vape scene. Is is vaping and vaping and juuling are slightly different, right? I don't know what Juul. Juul is. is a specific brand, right? But it's like kind of meant to be not big clouds, right? Like that's sort of the thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't I mean, know. I mean, it's so know. weird because it looks like people are smoking out of a fucking remote. Jimmy at five one. USB. Jimmy at five one vape hit us. Yeah. Let us know. Let what us know. Oh no, about. there's that one that's probably for weed or whatever. Like the one that looks mm-hmm. like a, the USB. But there's other ones that look. It's like a concoction that someone has in their hands that it looks like it's. It almost looks like you're like someone's like has like a wireless mic or like those like in ears. No. And that's what they like attach to their belt so they can hear themselves. The that's fucking, what it looks like. The fucking thing that looks like you're in a, Steve, a steampunk fucking fantasy. I can't like it's so goofy. Dude, like, I yeah. mean, is anything lamer than smoke a hookah? Like that's just whack. Right? I don't know. I follow a bunch of like Russian girls on Instagram that make it look pretty. Oh, I mean, make it look but I mean that's right. also cultural and not like they, this fucking. Mm-hmm. 
the other shit, like you don't even know what's gonna happen to you. They don't know what's like I know. twenty years from now. They were saying like there's like popcorn lime. I'm and still all saying shit. it about popcorn fucking microwave lime. dinners, man. I'm yeah. still fucked what? up about processed foods. <laughs> what microwave dinners, man? We don't we don't even have a full generation of people who, oh, have, who gone have gone through that. Who have been Do microwaving you know? their meals next? Well, to like plastic? well like uh, meals that are specifically made, like the fucking hungry man. Mm. So maybe we're losing a sponsor here. About, but, you know, what about the chemtrails, man? <laughs> yeah, what we about John? You can get me on some shit here. So we're gonna get JJ in here. I know JJ and Chaka just talking about chemtrails. Is that are you a rare rare breed? You are. You're rare because you love do twenty year olds in twenty eighteen like Nirvana more yeah, like the shirt. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think they fuck with it. Um what is the equivalent from our age group? Uh I mean in hardcore specifically? No, no, no. So, that, yeah, like, 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 no, like a twenty year old who likes Nirvana is akin to when we were twenty year old somebody being into Fuck. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Ramones, yeah, I was going to say know. hair metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, unfortunately, that's right. Hair like, metal. like, but there was was there a sense of irony in people in our general age range liking hair metal? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And there's some memory of it. Like, hair metal was. We were all alive for hair metal. There's people. Right. If you're 20, you weren't alive for hair metal. Like, no, no. that's. I guess the equivalent is Led Zeppelin, yeah. or like the never uh, or Kiss or, or Sabbath, or, like yeah. OG Sabbath. You know? Yeah, like they never lost like the coolness. Yeah, they might they, even be fucking died. like Sex Pistols, right? I know. Or something Fuck. like, because like he, him dying, he became like a fucking yeah. Jesus figure that like yeah, the, who knows? He, he might have sucked by now. I mean, oh. right? It's it's the argument. It's the Beatles argument where it's like, yeah, if John Lennon died in '71 instead of '81, you know, right? It's there's true. a lot less whack shit he would have done. It's true. Um, okay. Thanks for the question. You are a rare breed. Shane says few questions as someone who's just getting into this stuff and have been become become pretty passionate quickly due to hearing everything said about the culture no oh, respect i currently own a straight hold hatchet with an unfinished hickory handle Whoa. and a drop forged head japanese axe feel like we went with a smoked somewhere. white oak handle i've been sharpening with an arkansas bench stone but after listening i'm wondering if i'd benefit from some occasional passes on a high quality water stone or some tune-ups with some 4K grip paper. This is my paper. favorite letter we've received. Should I be treating my handles occasionally? Thanks for your time and love the show. Uh, That's pretty great. I, don't, I hope it's a joke. The real answer is do what you feel. Uh, it's a joke. This is a, a supporter and friend who's been listening to the podcast uh, since day one. Shout out to Shane. Um, if you are in the northern New Jersey, New Jersey area, uh, check his stuff out at NazarianPainting.com. Oh. Runs a paint company. Oh, that's awesome. So shout okay, out. Right. Um, great, yeah. funny email. That's great. I was just like, these are probably all real things, and I'm an inside kid from the city, so yeah. I don't know any of this. I don't know anything. Uh, I don't know if I've ever touched a hatchet. Yeah, I, I actually meant to do some research so I could give an I actual answer, answer, but maybe we'll hold on. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, that'll be we'll a Twitter say. exclusive. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do <laughs> some. some <laughs> we'll do some axe talk. Um, Carl Fritz asks. Um, His name is Fritz. Fritz. Cool name. Last name or first name? It's just I don't like, know. My, like Madonna. The young the man named name, Fritz is pretty weird. The email name is different than what they sign. I'm just going with what people. Say I'm just curious. Name. I feel like it's Fritz all, it's is like Fritz. Like it's my grandfather's like friend Fritz. Fritz. Or, yeah. You know. Beyonce um, and Fritz. Beyond. Nice stuff. Happens to be the only podcast that goes over the hour mark that I can endure listening to. We appreciate your endurance. Yes. Yeah. Um, you often talked about hardcore adjacent acts, and I want to know if you were aware of Little Ugly Mane, and if so, do you have any opinions on his music? Uh, aware? I don't have an opinion. No, me neither. 
I don't, yeah, I'm aware. I don't really know. I, I do know that No Warning's doing a run with him. Yeah, doing some shows, I think, including in Detroit, which that I, I looked at him like, that's probably a pretty fun show to go to. A little ugly man in Detroit. Is no that where he's from? Detroit. No, I think no, he's, he's from, from Virginia. Richmond, yeah, yeah oh. Virginia has a lot of ties there. Okay. Uh, apparently, really likes the band Tarpit. Shout out. So this I'm dude sending, does? Yeah, I'm Is sending he a hardcore guy, sort of? Yeah, or of, or of the world. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. You're going to collapse records t shirt. Thanks for the question. Um, this is a theme. Dawson asks, just wondering if people know that Blacklist is not a band anymore. The European tour was their last. George lives in Chicago now and is just focusing on his solo music. He didn't enjoy touring or playing shows. Appreciate it. Don't don't know if that's the truth, I'm but that's need, the truth I'm from our confirmation. Um, I think it just kind of seemed ambiguous, which good. Yeah, because you don't want to put a, a period at the end because then you look like idiots when you come back. I'm texting them now and seeing if they want to play a show next month. Whatever. Fuck it. Wow. Um... The Axe Grinds Showcase. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's a good one. All right, we got a little long one, but we didn't, this is good. All right. Connor. We got a lot of Connors in our yeah, email. Same guy? No, different. Long time listener, first time emailer. No, oh, thank you. Would like to know your <laughs> Very thoughts WFAN. on... Very WFAN. Yes. I know. We, we like that. We'd like to know your thoughts on legacy hardcore bands touring with next to no original man- members. I bring this up upon learning that Marauder is touring Europe in the summer with a UK deathcore band. The lineup of Marauder is Jorge fronting the same UK deathcore band, but playing Marauder songs, billed on some shows as playing Master Killer in full. I've also heard of the guarantees they are getting as Marauder, and it seems way more than what a current active touring hardcore band would ask for, but hey, that's Europe. They'll always pay no matter the price. I get the feeling this is someone from Europe, so I'm not taking any like xenophobia here, but all right. Of course, you can come at it with a, hey, you've got to put food on the table somehow point, which I think we lean to in some cases here but if the main songwriters of the band have passed away and is still carried on by a non-original member with some disreputable behaviors and they mention some disreputable behaviors Mm -hmm. are you complicit with tarnishing a band legacy if you pay to go see them slash buy merch and enable this person to be doing something they really shouldn't P.S. Stickman on vocals for 25 to Life sounds better than the original 25 to Life. Regards. That's not a high Definitely bar. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I, I Marauder is a weird thing for me. Uh-huh. Just because, number one, they like I grew up in the same neighborhood you know as they folks. came from. Yeah. So, like, I watched them from, like, the get-go, and they were, like, the band that really, like, fucking, one of the bands that really made me want to be in a band and all that sort of stuff. Right. Jorge's my guy. Yes. Um, that being said, most of the people like that were like the original members saw passed away. Yes, and most of the other dudes haven't been in it right for a for long time, years, right. like fifteen years. You know what I mean? Like Vinny, and it's funny, Vinny the drummer was the main songwriter. Okay, he hasn't been in it from God knows maybe I don't even know if he was in anything after Master Killer. Right. Oh wow. So, you know, I mean. If he wants to continue to do it, he wasn't an original member, but he's on the record that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Saab would still be doing it, I would think, if he was still around. Yeah, honestly. So, go ahead. I got really mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, one of my bands is formatted such that you know we've kind of made the audience aware that it doesn't require any fa- familiar faces to to be the band. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And I like that personally. Um, because I don't buy into the idea that a band is just the static four people whose faces you recognize. Well, you don't buy into the idea that it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be. It doesn't can be. have. Yeah, no, great. Look, look. If uh, who who did I? What band were we talking about? Where it's like 
the same kids have known each other for fucking 35 years, never changed. Like, that shit some is cool. Some 41. Uh, yeah, some 41. Whatever. That's oh, no. Uh, simple, simple plan. plan. Simple plan. Yeah. yeah. It's weird that they've gotten more than one reference ever on this program, but they... <clears throat> That shit is all cool. I'm not mad at that at all. Of course. But I also don't... I, I don't You're see leaving it room as, in the world for there to be different things. Well, look. The, the best pill lineup was the one where he just grabbed literally a bunch of jobbers from like Guitar Center and, and like made them play in Japan. And it's like mm-hmm. obviously the best sounding. Uh, is it important to you, the, the audience member, that the person who wrote the material is there? That's a esoteric question because a lot of times... Unless you're checking liner notes, you don't really know who the fuck wrote no. a thing. No, a lot of times it says like written by blah blah. And, yeah, and honestly, I I know there's a classic New York band right now who has a guy who's from my town who went to my high school who is not into hardcore, playing guitar for them, touring with them, and that's weird as all get out to me. Then I'm like, this is just some hired gun, but I don't care. I don't think it's changing the experience. I think. Unless you have a personal stake in it, I think it's immaterial. Yeah. Quite honestly. I mean, if it's like, hey, these, you know, these are my boys from touring and all this sort of stuff, that's one thing. Yeah. But I feel it's like, do you give a shit? As long as it sounds as performed well, yeah. who the fuck cares? And, and also, this is where community mixing into the music is such an odd thing because if you're going, like, if I was going to go see. Uh, let's see. Metallica with everyone but, but James, like James yeah. Hetfield and a, a whole new Everybody band. Everybody else would anyone care. be mad? Especially if it sounded good, right? Exactly. The like, singer is the only part that could, right? Not to you know, I mean, no, and I mean, well, it, dep- it depends. Sometimes a guitarist is so standout that so specific in the way that they play. I mean, and, the the Chromags, we get to that. I don't even want to talk about them because it's so. Bleh. But Harley is such a magnet, and he was the songwriter. Yeah, and, and he's such a good bass player. And he's such a yeah. powerful. I mean, force. Craig's great too. But yeah, but you know, it's yeah. like it's hard to ignore those things. You there do feel like there's certain essential components, but at the end of the day, but he's as essential as you know a personality as he is a musician. Correct. Right. Uh, so this, like in Marauder. Saab is essential just as much as a personality as he was because he's a fucking right. legend yep. and he's infamous. It's more like... That's eh. what he was. And yeah. they haven't been that for quite a while. No. And they've been doing it. Mm-hmm. So so do we feel a way about that? No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, mean, I think... Hard, it, but that's hardcore and punk. Like yeah. any, any other genre would be like... You know, like I saw... A joke, if you two you know, played with everybody except just Bono and a bunch of jobbers... No one would be none the wiser, even though they have name brand guitar players. You know I feel like Edge is the only guy. Yeah, that needs to be I, there. I think some people would be upset, but here's they a, might be upset. But it's they, the same it band for forty-seven same, years you know? too. I, 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 look, I think I've said this on this podcast. Having, I was going to say, been intimate, uh, having right. having closely known many booking agents, I can assure you that they look at you as absolute suckers. You the you the concert going uh, yeah, uh, audience. audience as absolute fucking fools for buying into the original members myth because it is a thing that they can trot out when a band is going through a lull mm-hmm. a, a, and sell to you as a perk that you are getting. Right. And hey, look at this. Yes, yeah. and it's always. Some dude who hasn't touched a guitar in fucking thirty years that they dragged out of a Meineke, right? And and, and are saying, <laughs> are saying, here's like 
some here, have some fun. <coughs> Here's a payday. Yes. And is there anything wrong with that? No, nah, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's also there's nothing wrong with you getting the experience of like an actual uh, touring musician doing the thing that they do. Right. That, Wanting to be there and sort yeah. of just because it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So. I, uh, I I I used to I used to fall on the yeah you know it should really be the the principal architects of the thing should be there but having seen how booking agents see this which is just, just callous so yeah. cynical it's yeah. unreal uh, I no longer have that perspective. Well, that's an interesting thing because it's um, it's there's we just hit two sides of uh, of a really interesting world where it's the booking agent who couldn't look at this more clinically and fans people who are passionate the audience typically who couldn't look at it more passionately yes and there then is where does the artist themselves fall into this and not saying there's a right yeah well (laughs) right but neither i'm not saying one way is right or wrong but artists fall on a spectrum of that and there's going to be people who are looking at it and going, eh, you know, we're just doing this. Fine. And then there's people like, no, you know what? This was special. This was meaningful. This is... And, and it, can so be, it can be both. It can be all same, those things. Right. Like, I, I think that that's an important thing. As a kid, you look at the, the band that set, maybe makes an off-the-cuff uh, off remark backstage about, uh, you know, it's just another night sort of thing. And you were psyched. Deflated. And, and you're deflated. That, you're, that, you're sick of it all moment. Seeing them at the... Burrito spot. Yes, ignore Not it. watching the bands who are opening. Right. You're like, Whoa. Yeah. Not knowing that was going to shape how you acted for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, so imprinted on you that you do that now. Meanwhile, I haven't seen an opening act in seven years. Yes. But, but the point is that, like, you, you don't, you kind of <laughs> don't understand uh, that people that do a thing a lot can have a multitude of feelings about it that you, who only go to something let's say twice a year if you're fortunate enough to be in a major city and and see a band twice a year yeah uh they have a certain way yeah yeah it's a special moment for you but it's special in a different way for the band which is uh not a rare moment just a uh, valuable one right because i mean we always talk about like it's like oh this fucking song it's like all right you might have played the song for the 75th time this year this is the first time most of these folks are hearing it right so it's new to them right so you have to kind of yeah I mean, I'm an advocate if somebody like, so both my bands are are small enough that uh, people travel, uh, like when somebody travels to see us, we know because they come up and tell us, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. (laughs) So like, it's... uh, Hatebreed's not getting every guy that travels in fucking Minneapolis to be like, hey bro. Hey bro. But, you know, (laughs) we've done shows where there's been, where there's, we did one show where not a single human being showed up except for somebody that drove four and a half hours. Yeah. So you, I don't give a, I mean, I have the great fortune of being in bands that are not discouraged by low attended shows. Otherwise they all would have killed themselves a long time ago. <laughs> but, uh, a one person show is by nature, very funny, but Where also discouraging that? Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. Uh, played next to what smelled like a sewage treatment plant. And, uh, that's what happened. Everybody just went over the street. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> there was a better show there, there but, uh, but this was years ago. But at any yeah, rate, at Freebird? Th- that gentleman drove fucking hours to be there. Right. From, and in Florida. So that could have been like from Miami. I, I actually think it was. Yeah. And, and, and so here's the thing. You put on a good show. You know what I mean? You might, it, it don't matter if you were 
10 seconds earlier being like, all right, nobody's here. Pack it up, fellas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like yeah, short set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing a practice. Eight songs. Let's hey, get out of here. Everybody, let's hit the water park. It's uh, as someone who worked at a movie theater, a very small movie theater uh, when I was a teenager, there were nights when no one came to the theater. Mm. Do they play the movie anyway? No. Yeah, no. no one shows. But if one, one person, person shows, shows, they have to play yeah. it. You play it. Well, I guess you want to preserve the film if they were still doing film. I don't know. If they, they were still film. I was still doing film. Yeah. Like, so they don't want to, pre- they want to preserve that, not burn through. Well, right? it was, just, only so it was many. also just like no one showed up for the show. Cool. Cool. But there was nights when no one would show for any of the movies. It was only like a five theater thing, but it was none. Stop. And then it's like, you're looking at it and you're going, sick. Because... If you have your last set of movies goes in at like eight forty five to nine o'clock and no one, and shows, no one shows, you close up, you right? close up, you're done. Mm. Guy walks in at eight fifty by himself. Yeah, let me get one for something about Mary. Twenty weeks into its showing, <laughs> you gotta stay. All right, and that means everybody's <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. there, uh, and you can't. It can't just be one person. So like two of us had to stay, and yeah, that sucks. But you that's do like it. the person who comes. But you do in it. Like, it was like it's yeah. cool. You know, I'm not mad. I'm not gonna give this dude stink eye. Yeah. It's Would just, you go and watch it? You go sit no, with him. So no. I, I I did ask him. I'm like, look, man, you're the only person in there, and I clean that theater. Like, please don't make a mess. Don't yeah, like, please. And he was like, like, and he was like how badly he's like, do you want to see this? I was. I did say, hey, you know, I think he's Stiller. Yeah. He just had a box of like uh, raisinets or something. He's like, I won't, I won't make a mess. So, and he didn't. I just so, but you better take that goddamn box with you. I'm going to shove What's it up? your ass. I don't want to see any of these smushing the goddamn floor. <laughs> yeah. So, it, all right, Pee Wee nice. Herman. Um, all right, uh, yeah. That, uh, so the question, um, it's complicated, um, but it's, like it's okay to have feelings, and you know, yeah, and it's okay not right. to. And yeah, and it's it's definitely okay to not go yeah. if it doesn't appeal to you. Uh, but don't let that kind of just that personal feeling preclude yeah. you from like hearing some songs you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, mu- your personal experience. To be honest, like, let's let's put this: your experience with it, whether you're in the band playing or you're in the audience, your personal experience of that is more important than anyone else's. I don't want to be a dick about that, but like, yeah. it's how how you're interpreting. And if you're taking it in well and you're feeling it, fuck it, that's great. You know. I mean, also not for nothing. If we're talking about a, a singer, which we often are, right? Like, because singers are the most important damaged things. narcissists that yeah. continue to do I mean, bands. We, we hold it all together, right? Yeah. So, yeah. We carry uh, band. The, the, if it's a singer, sometimes those people are such big or dynamic personalities that you might not think you're paying to go see the singer, and I hope you're not because the band is a unit. Blah 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 blah. But. But you're to hear him paying lip, to see paying him yeah. lip service because he's in multiple group chats with people who can play guitars. <laughs> but right. no, but honestly, like a lot of you, like I say this all the time, uh, what everybody does is important. Do you know what a fucking big label guy told me when he saw us in LA? He saw Drug Church in LA uh, on that Story So Far gig. So mm-hmm. Story So Far Turnstile at what the Will Turn or something? Sure. Some big yeah. fucking venue, right? And. <clears throat> uh, it was at that time uh, the story so far had just l- law- left their management mm-hmm. so yep. this was a feeding frenzy everybody's c- circling the, yes. the barrel yeah circle yes. the wagons so every fucking sleazeball label every sleazeball manager every sleazeball it, they were all there and uh, it, a dude that works at a, quite a large label saw a drug church I know him and he was like oh that was great he's like you should lose the guitarist though and I said well, what? He said, he said, look, it's, this was 2017, maybe, you think? He's, yeah. like, he's like, it's 2017, man. He's like, nobody wants to see a fucking guitarist. Just 
have them give them each a mic and have them do backing vocals. They don't have to move. They don't have to do anything. Just have them like behind you playing. This was a sincere yeah. fucking critique yeah. from somebody who sells hella records. Yes. You know what I mean? And it was like, I told my guitarist who threw up, but yeah. like, how insane is that? So you would not have a guitar player? No, the guitarist would be there, but their function would really be back, like back, backing It would vocals. be Patrick Hinlan and the drug Yes, churches. yes. Right. And, and like, so I'm not suggesting... So I continue to have a 12 email conversation with them exploring <laughs> this, but inevitably the money just wasn't right. Next question. <laughs> So, but like, it, it, people don't understand that sometimes they really, like, they really are just looking at the singer. And I don't think that's necessarily right. You know what I mean? I don't no. think that's good. But like, a lot of people that are casual music fans, that is literally what they're doing. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. New questions. Hit me. Doom or Quake? Doom is a great game. Quake is a fucking monolith. It's a masterpiece. <coughs> it, it is... So... For people that, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, I fell down a quake hole. Come on, Tom. Hit him with the nerds. I've, <laughs> nerds! I've, I fell down a quake hole a few months ago uh-huh. where I just played quake, quake 1 hole. over and over and over again. I got a mod on the, uh, on, I downloaded it on Steam. It was fucking fantastic. I, oh, yeah, that's right. I have talked about this because I need somebody to help me put in the Arcane Visions mod. So, yeah. at any rate. Oh, my God. I want to throw it. <laughs> Saddam518 at, at gmail.com. At any rate. Uh, SaddamX518 <laughs> at gmail.com. We it, have the email address there. It, somebody got it for us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It was, <laughs> it is a beautiful, yeah. beautiful game. Yeah. It's evocative in a way that few things are in life. It's, evocative. It is. It's a shoot 'em up game, isn't it? Yes, but you feel it's like it's an FPS. You know, yes, but, but you feel like FPS. You, oh god, you, you guys are feel the worst. like you're in, uh, <laughs> FPS. I'm like, what is that? Oh, first person shooter. There you go. I I it explains itself. I uh, fucking those things give me like the sometimes I get a little yo. Sexy. You should try. You should try playing uh, Doom on uh, like a high end VR console. Oh you throw god. up immediately. I couldn't get 10 you were seconds. In. I couldn't get 10 seconds. That, that golden eye for N64 used to give me like, I get all That's sweaty. I feel like I was going to throw up. Wow. Multiplayer on that is like a fucking, they put that on a t-shirt. I'm just going to put text on a t-shirt that says multiplayer on golden eye N64. <laughs> I'll sell 500. Oh yeah. Right. You'll do great. Um, Quake is better. Doom is, Doom is some like, there's some like, I have residual sentimental feelings because someone in uh, in middle school in sixth grade figured out how to put that on the school computer system. Right, you mentioned fucking this. rad. Yes. That's so cool. I just but Quake's better. It's just like yeah. it's like saying, uh, fuck, I don't know. Shout out to the uh, Quake tournament community for uh, th- so I follow video game news even though I don't play yeah, very many video games and the the scuttlebutt Same. the 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 thing that everybody's talking about is. Quake tournament is or Quake Arena or whatever the fuck's called right mm-hmm. now Arena. is a brilliant fast moving game that has a low player count yeah. because the the reason everybody cites is that the uh, what do you call it the skill um, yeah. so, sort of the curve the learning curve is so intense that you just drop in and get killed instantly by like an 11 year old who's just brilliant who's really good and, and you just you so you most people drop off after the first day even if and they it's think like, it's like sucks <laughs> yeah I'm gonna play but, by myself now so shout out to those super talents out there right, that are weeding like, out the week <laughs> yeah, like fucking crazy Then in the herd 
I've done a video game tournament, so it's oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. you played in one. No, I. I saw oh yeah, you set it up. You told us this. You did it really? at a show. Yes, that was great. It's so, like I mean, as long as they have Bo Jackson, they fucking win every time. No, it's because they do it on a random select. I think I might have mentioned this, but yeah, they do. It's a whole. There's a whole community around it. God, video games are cool. It's weird. I do. I think I've said this. I feel like the hobo who missed the train. I got too much shit going in life to really do video games like I'd like. But man. you got a PS4, three dope. Yeah, me too. But I barely I play, play sports. I, yeah. I know, and I wish I played it more. NBA 2K. 18 still is like fresh in my fucking Oh, I just got the new one. It's great. I know, that it is. <laughs> All right. We'll play um, online. Be- I know. That would be rad, actually. Um, we had another question. Oh, did it get deleted? Um, best American Nightmare record. Background music. LP, are we going? Best overall. Just just pick their, their pinnacle. Contrary opinion. I like that last one. Not the, not the new one. The new one was fine, but... Uh, oh, anyway, uh, we're, the, down the, yes, we're down with the underground. Yeah. Okay. I thought that had some clever moments on it. I revisited mm-hmm. that like, you know, a year ago. Can I cheat? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to year one. Oh, so the seven First two seven inches are fucking... Although background music is background fantastic. Background music is really man. good. I'm going to give it to the second seven inch. Well, you know what? Background music was... Like, we've talked about it on this podcast. It was scene changing. It was massive. It was the it was, moment. It was yeah. a moment. Yeah. Uh, but, but those first two seven inches, man. Even like That was like versions, the build up to it. Yeah. But there I was think so much dirtier and just... Kudos to a band that can pull off a... a uh, a ramp up that everybody's excited for, and then the album actually actually cracks the yeah. world open. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, there was a lot of songs that made the seven inch onto the record, right? Yeah, but like just the versions on the seven inches might have been better. Yeah, and just more fucking gritty and um, the moment. Yeah, you know what? I'll give it to I'll give it to the first seven inch. Uh, it's stupid to say it, but I, I, there, there was an energy there. I did not like the A and demo. A lot of people loved it, but yeah. I did not like yeah. it at all. And then the first seven inch came out. And it just had a different kind of energy, and it was like, oh shit, okay. And you could feel it as those shows started rolling. And we've talked about it on here before. Go look at on the uh, Cold Cave website or some such West-related thing. The, he has a full show listing. Look how hard they grinded. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Ann. Would the and the third question this person asked, which it got deleted, but I remember it. Would the HopeCon slash An sound work right now for new bands? Uh, look. So I'm not an AN fan, so I I, I feel like my opinion here is going to be muffled by pillows. I don't, I don't really know. But I, I, I Hope Con was unique in that they were, in my view, not doing anything hella original. or it, 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 They were just absolutely a machine at it. You know what I mean? Like just were, really yeah, perfect. fucking perfect yeah. at it. So this is, a, this is a wild question because you're asking, could... Could this could could somebody be successful doing a sound that this perfect version of a thing did? And that's that's a very mm-hmm. tough question. You know what I mean? Like, are you perfect? Could you do it perfectly? I think An is more prevalent in twenty eighteen sound wise. Coming back now, yeah, like last two years. But I, I but I, I even challenge. I don't hear too many bands who do. I mean, True Love, right? True Love, yeah. True well, Love, that's like, yeah. Worships it. Um, but I, I mean, a lot know. of yeah. You know, I I mean, I cannot tell you how many bands have done that. Like, tell the boys I'll see them soon. Part every oh, band has yeah. that fucking part. Da 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 da. Yeah. And like just the drums are, mm-hmm. and it's like so many fucking bands have done that. Foundation did that. Lots, yeah. yeah they use that kind of heavy drama part. Yeah. Um, could it Hope be done? On, I don't know if it would go over. Mm, I know they, they'd go over, but I don't know if someone was kind of, of right pulling like, on it. And the early Hope Con sound, I think he's kind of referencing the earlier stuff pre Death Knows Your Name, kind of like. Well, I mean, even no, but even like Cold Blue, Cold Blue, yeah. I think that's Mosh, maybe. 
I no, I think it could work. It I would think just if you throw a little perfect. more mosh, people would be really into it. Yeah, yes. it has to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. So like, because that's a that's a clean, straightforward, like, but modern sounding thing that I think most they wouldn't sound out of touch. They wouldn't sound like from a different time if they played tomorrow. No. Like with EndNote and with uh, Cold. Maybe just starting to feel dated. A little dated. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Fair. Okay. Thanks for the questions. Sam asks. Uh, first time writing inter- interacting, but I've been riding with the podcast since the first episode. Thank oh. you. Pretty surprised San Diego gets as much love from you as it does. It seems like touring acts don't share the love. That, no, we don't. We tend to get skipped over on the big tours from both hardcore and adjacent acts. Looking at you, Pat slash Drug Church. You're one of the worst cities in North America to play. And even for really? bands that do Cali Weekenders, the dates are usually OC, LA, and Bay Area. Never anything further south. The Che Cafe has back, been back in business, and many art Sold galleries yep, and plenty bars have been booking and willing to host shows, but no one's biting. What gives? Of the bands that have played the bigger fest, This Is Hardcore, FYA, America's Hardcore, Sound of Fury, etc., only a handful combined have rolled through town. Is it turnout, bad market, logistics? Coincidentally, I think the lack of outside influence tension has made local bands more willing to experiment with the formula. Take offense, misery, drug control, and soul power are already on people's radars. So I'm going to plug the more interesting, he says, arguably better, current San Diego bands. Heat Heat is fucking great. Everybody should check that band out. Therapy, Violencia, Rain, Bayonet, Rod of Correction. Uh, heat in particular, Sleepwalk, and Impulse. Um, and check out Tour CV. He's from Chula Vista. Thanks for reading. Thanks for good conversations. All right. Um, San Diego, why, why people skipping? It's the most disappointing market in the U.S., which is sad because it wasn't always like that. No, wasn't always like that. Uh, and for a long time, Che Cafe was yes. awesome. fucking popping. Yes. And I, one of the coolest venues. The period. I also in cons- the world. I also consider San Diego a perfect city, like Sim City style perfection. It I, might be the best city in. America. I agree. Yes, yeah. I, and I and most livable. Yeah, city. yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, shout out, shout out to all the small punk communities out there that are doing the thing. I've been impressed with everybody's efforts. I think it's fucking cool. Like. It's cool. I was sitting at a at a cafe, and two girls just approached me and, and said, "Hey, are are you in self defense?" I said, "Yeah," and they said, uh, "We want to invite you to a Lemon Grove show." And I didn't know what the fuck that was. You know what I mean? But it's that type of like advocacy. Yeah, you're gonna see Lemon Party. <laughs> I want to invite you to. I want to invite you to this website, Lemon Party. You should go check it out. <laughs> but it, it was. It was cool, like seeing that type of advocacy. And I yeah. think I've told the story. Lem- I went to a Lemon Grove show. That well, was it. Uh, uh, so Lemon Grove is a little tiny little municipality outside of San Diego. Oh, okay. Rad. Yeah. Oh, right. And uh, there's a band. I, yeah. I always tell the story. It's the. It's I thought the, it was a show in a Lemon Grove. It's yeah. The, it's the only punk show I've ever been to where I was the only white person in the room. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's like a highly Mexican scene that they yeah. had there at least a few years ago. Uh, and I, I went with a black friend and I, I turned to her and I go, this is, this is the kind of, she's like, how's it feel? You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but it, everybody there that is doing it is doing it. Like there's, yeah. there's kids that are putting together scenes and Chula Vista's putting together. Oh, and, and there's North County, there were scenes. Yes, all, yep. yes. So respect to all of you. But look, nobody wants to skip San Diego. Everybody no. wants to play Yo, you San know what? Diego. I want to say the absence of the Shea for a while and the right. weird shit. You need a centralized spot. Yes. Now, Shea, especially, 
it was always a small venue getting bigger shows because it was the venue you played. Right. So, so the they, shows that were playing, play, yeah. yeah, the shows that were playing Chain Reaction, which is two and a half times the size ish, maybe yeah. a little more. We're going to Che, and the Che shows were great. I would drive from L.A. to che, to San Diego to go to the show in San Diego because it was better. Yeah. The shows there were always fucking great. Yeah. Well, And they had a more diverse mix of things coming through. I haven't been in California. Spencer, Spencer Gooch? A lot of people. Spencer Gooch yeah, booked it for years. a while. Yeah. That's and who he used, other, used to work with. He was the best. Yeah. But, and shout out to him. He's still doing great. That's but, awesome. Uh, uh, quick about the Che. Uh, it is, uh, it's, you, uh, it's open, sure, but... Talk to a booking agent about it. Hmm. They don't trust you to be open. You know what I mean? Yes, and that's correct. a problem. Like you can't book it far enough in advance to know that it'll still be like there. Pro- and, and it's been, it had so many issues over the last, I don't know, five or what's the deal? 10 years. It's on know. what? UC San Diego. UCSD. Yep, yep. Campus. So what's the problem? They, they want to turn it into like a, they want to turn it into something. They want. Uh, the, it's been like in under, and this is, is coming from a point of ignorance. So please, somebody from San Diego, really give us the dirt, and we'll probably get a few perspectives. So I'd appreciate yeah. that. It's been in turmoil as as a graduate of U, UC system. Right. Um, it's always it's kind of been up in arms about what they want to do with it and how they want to but treat that space. it. Yeah, that space. It's prime space. I mean, like literally, it's a venue on a campus, and it almost makes no sense that it works so well, but it really does. It's like. Oh yeah, here's the space. What? Do you, how many people can you squeeze in there? Three hundred. You squeeze in there yeah. like sardines. That's that's a danger. Yeah. yeah. Of, if you have sixty people in there, it feels nice. Yeah. If you have one hundred and fifty, it's feels like great. holy shit. shit. Yeah. Two hundred something. It's you're gross. like, oh my god, this it's crazy. Is gonna be dangerous. Yeah. But it's memory making. Like it's so memory making. Oh my god, I, I, so yeah. many. People. It's the best. As soon as holy it came shit. up, I could picture the show. Well, I, I to be best. frank, to be frank with you, I don't love the place. Like I don't love, I don't love playing it because it's just you know like. It's it's a messy place to play in a lot of respects. Sure, but yeah, but it makes for memorable shows. Yeah, oh, as an I mean, the shows style. are fucking. They used to be fucking great. And here's the other yeah. side: it's that space in a city where you have plenty of parking. Yeah, it's easy to get in and out of. It's amazing. Yeah. Did you ever play under the couch in Atlanta? Mm. It was on Georgia Tech's campus. No. Same deal. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes, really? yes, yes, awesome. yes. Crap. Our I mean, show there was Atlanta. trash, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but Atlanta. Uh, right. uh, Did okay. I, these spaces have really, for a, for a certain generation of kids, spaces like this yeah. are what they're, they imprinted on, and that is what hardcore is to them. And, I mean, here's the deal. Che, is that for several generations? Yeah, Because sure. it was late 80s on. on you yeah, know, mid-80s nuts. on. Yeah. Yes. So, and, and so I, from like Zach DeLaRoga on. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's a place. Yeah. yeah. So... And nobody wants to skip San Diego because it's a fucking great town. You know? Oh my God, yeah. San Diego. Once you get to San Diego, if you're on tour and you're going from LA down to San Diego, you feel like you're in heaven it's once just, you get down there. Yes. It's just Wonderful. really fucking hard to, to put together a good show. It's just What's hard. like the other venue in San Diego? Uh, the big one. Me. Not Soma. Sorry. It's uh, Soma. No, no Soma, Soma is Soma's the one, one that's metalcore leaning the last yeah. like 10 years. Yes. Uh, there's also... Fuck, what's the one that's right by the airport? I forget the fucking name there of it. There was another place called... It's like Aladdin's or something. The scene. Oh, okay. That's Pomona. Uh, um, yeah, that's right. There's something called The Scene back in the day? Maybe. Nah, well, I don't know. I, don't know I mean, there was like the, guy, the young guys oh, down in Chula Vista did stuff down in, in Chula Vista at a women's center, I think, and it was awesome. one of yeah. the coolest places I've been. There's there's Soda Bar, which uh-huh. uh, which I actually, as a venue, quite like. It's just people don't want to go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is weird to me, because to me, it reminds me of a place that like, Laughing Hyenas would play. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's a bar. It's a fucking bar. Right. But it's it, it's 
It, it's uh, I quite like it, but n- people don't go to shows. I mean, why would you want to go inside? It's beautiful all the time. Well, that's I it's think that's seventy part of it. degrees all the time. I think I think that's part of it. I think that they've got like more of an outdoor culture, quote unquote, than than like you know. It's not like it's England where you're staying inside in a practice space it's all the dreary, fucking time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so, I know I, it's you know I think we may have answered a different question. San Diego is the best B market, but it's you need to have the stability of the Che made it a place where everyone would go play. And it was having the stable venue that, though it was weird, and I think they had not just a stable venue, but a stable person booking it who was yeah. aggressive and really made things work. Like, I think I shared this, I mentioned it kind of casually. We were very close to moving Sound and Fury to the Shy, which would have been insane. Mm. And we would have totally radically changed the way we did it. Wow. It was, we were going to do that after 2007 in the Alpine, just because we're like, fuck it. <coughs> Let's do it in a small and, place yeah. and have. It'd be crazy. Right, you get tickets or you don't. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah, um, and just try, kind of change the format up. Yeah. But that place is awesome. Um, I hope that San Diego becomes a place where, because it's, it's totally right. The music that's been produced there, Misery is one of my favorite bands of the last few years. Take Events has been doing their thing solid yeah. since 2005. Love them. Yeah, crazy. Do people um, go to Tijuana instead? I don't no, think so. No, that's they just know, don't go south. No. I think they'll skip over. Yeah, they'll go. Yeah. They'll cut out to Vegas or, or yes. Phoenix. Wow. Yes, one hundred percent. Phoenix is for most bands. Vegas and, and for like a lot. if you and like the emailer said, when when I was doing when I was in California, I was helping book bands. I would always try to do a San Diego show. It'd be San Diego, OC, or LA. Yeah, or or not both. Not both, because then you right. get the draw. Yeah, but but in reality, LA and OC are big enough place that and far enough away and far enough away and you get people from Santa Barbara who will go down to LA but not OC and in OC you'll get people who come up from From San Diego Diego, but but not not LA yeah I I think if you're in San Francisco or Bay if you're quote unquote smart leaning you play LA if you're more Populist, I guess you could say you play uh, OC. Well, and it's different now. Than you, know I mean? you know, OC yeah. OC yeah. had more stable venues at that time, and LA has more stable stuff now. Um, great question. We love San Diego. It is the best. Yeah, and honestly, it's probably the best city in America. It's so yeah. comfortable. If this all changes, it would uh, nobody would be happier. than Oh my me. god, we'll it. all relocate. <laughs> yeah. the grind. No too. one would be happier. than Yo, me. and and that band Heat. Honestly, we haven't listened. To them. I don't think they've put a new record out in a minute. But that band's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's mm. great. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I think we got time for one, maybe two more questions. We'll do two more. Yeah. Rain asks, first, I love the deep, Bane deep dive. Had me feeling ways about a band I hold dearly, so thank you for that. Cool. Which is great. We've heard that. Yeah. Two-thirds of the room doesn't feel very much for them, and we enjoyed doing it. I feel all the things for them. Yes, so, so that's I cool. make up for it, I guess. Second, what are your thoughts on hardcore kids doing, quote, normie shit? Using myself as an example. I love sports, which is not uncommon in the hard work, hard, hardcore world, correct? I play hockey, but I also pl- love playing and watching golf. Okay. I feel like my wow. love for golf specifically has cost me the respect or attention of some people I've known because it's such Who seen the as fuck such are a these losers? I know, rich white boy sport and or because I found it so late in life. It's, it Which is where most that, people find it. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. It's things that I and others may have been written off by people we cared about because a new interest wasn't punk rock, rock enough to get a pass. You don't need these motherfuckers in your life. This is a weird yeah. question. Fuck these fucking people. They're not weird on that person's behalf, but I, you know. Look. Uh, it's a good question. The question is, what do you guys think about? Yo, if you, it's the same thing I told my buddy Pete Hilton when he was 14 and I was 16, which was, yeah, man, you gotta like other music besides hardcore, or you'll burn yeah. out on this shit. Yeah, don't let the bastards get you down. Yes, and that also applies for fucking life interest. If you aren't, if you're only into hardcore, and I've known people who strictly were just into that, and they'll be gone soon. 
Right, because it's too much. You man. can't. Dude. This can't be your only thing. I like sports. Yeah. I don't know about. I I've never played golf. Mini golf, a lot of fun. Driving range, a lot of fun. Mini golf is fun. Mini golf yeah. fun. You ever go to a driving range? For all, very fun. Uh, I've been Fantastic. to a driving range once. I'm so bad at it that me it is too. not you fun get, for once me. You, you know why the, it's not fun for me? Because I'm not good at it. Yeah, maybe yeah. if I did once another 10 times. Once you get it, though, yeah. and you get like that, it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it feels is. great. I don't know about watching it on TV. Me neither. Maybe the not end. For me. Like, maybe like the 18th hole of like the sure, big one, sure, and you want to sure. see fucking Tiger or whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah. But yeah. Are you fucking hiking? Is that not hardcore? I don't know. No, if anyone flax you, all right. You're not stepping on anyone. You're not on some like real weird shit. So I'm not talking to the dude who likes uh, some like I don't know fucking racist fetish porn. Like as long as you're enjoying something, as long as you're enjoying something that doesn't put people out. Yeah. Doesn't. If someone gives you flag about it. Look at them like they got three heads. Because why the fuck do they care? Also, look. uh, This is me. Some people listening to this who's. Lives are uh, kind of like their social life uh, is an extension of their interest in in specific music. Mm-hmm. It's going to take interest or t- take exception to this, but I mean, you do, you do know that the more interesting people in life aren't one note weirdos who who uh, you know that that's yeah. scary shit. Like super I, scary. I think it's scary when you're into one shit. You got to be more interesting, man. Like so, I. I uh, God bless your fucking golf, and fuck anybody who's got a problem with fucking golf. And honestly, look, it's just a natural fucking fact, as Tom said, that the people that are, you both said it actually, if you burn bright, you burn out quick on this like weird, like zealot fucking attitude towards... Whether it be straight edge, whether it be... I I think a lot of 20-year-olds right now see it and, and like almost shy away from hardcore in those manners like people aren't are less interested in being straight edge or this or that right. or being or being only hardcore because they see that and they think that's what it is they think that's what yeah. it is to be in a hardcore I don't want to be a one no, right. hardcore, either in or out like no a no hardcore yeah. fucking lifer is somebody who's realized you know what sometimes I gotta put this shit on the shelf because I can't I can't be listening to the, the constant hum of people badgering about what the new band's doing or this or that right like sure you gotta be able to take from what <coughs> you can enjoy it learn from it live from it hopefully it makes your worldview larger because that's all I'm fucking hoping for hardcore at this point hopefully it changes something in you but fuck you gotta be able to do other stuff there's not you know it, for all the, the jokes Tom makes if he came in here and me and Patrick were tabletop gaming, he'd be like, all right. Hey, whatever you do, whatever yeah. do, I'm going to go sit over there watching sports on TV. Yeah. Or <laughs> but No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, do whatever makes you happy, man. Yeah. Life is way too fucking short. Well, the, so dude, the dudes I admire are, are people that... You mean me and Bob, right? Yeah, I, it's just you guys. Uh, like, <laughs> I always point to Eugene Robinson from Oxbow. Like, like it, it's like, you know, that dude started in Whipping Boy, which was a hardcore act. It became progressively less hardcore as it went on, a little weirder, a little weirder. Uh, fast forward a number of years, he's still a, a, a very visible, active person in, in uh, subculture, As but it's a completely different... He's playing noise music and experimenting with steroids and that's more <laughs> oh his his run on steroids is fucking great was he jacked oh yeah he's a beast he's a fucking monster i've never i, I now is he name. doing it on some like social experiment style thing or, or like personal like experimentation to, well so or he, just want to get fucking thick well, that's cool too he's <laughs> he's written books on, on uh fighting uh, that that's his his interest and for a while he was writing 
about his steroid experience because wow. he was like, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm, at, I'm not in UFC. Nobody's drug testing me. You I, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and like, you know, I, I've never talked to the dude about his personal philosophies, but he's he's uh, got pentagrams tattooed all over him. So I assume that uh, he's into science. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's into you know whatever the fuck I want to do with myself, I'll do. Did you play with them? Yes. Was One that of my favorite about? shows. One of my favorite shows. Yeah. It, it, it really fucking fun seeing brilliant, brilliant musicians. People come as, out for them. Be as weird as they want. Okay, so in New York, people came out for them. They did a California run where everybody that was there was like, yo. I fucking blew, blew my, my mind, mind yeah. but they're like places they played the soda bar probably in front of 35 people yep. and like right it's like swans San Diego what the fuck right yeah. right swans only... here they're fucking playing Warsaw Play they're playing huge. anywhere else yeah. they're playing soda bar yes probably. yeah yes uh, it's so well now swans is back in the fucking like you know back, zeitgeist I yeah, guess yeah yeah but like that's yes. Gira and whoever right isn't yeah. it like now he changed out his band he changed out his band the last so he ended the the, that phase of swans right and is I'm going to see him in a few weeks and I have no, Warsaw, I, right? no idea what to expect I, right. don't, I assume it'll be mostly just him and I'd be very grateful for that yeah but I don't know alright last question guys <laughs> Wesley asks if you could nuke any state region city Ohio what would it be and why Ohio okay why um it's terrible, and the people that live there are unhappy with their lives, so I'd, I, I'd like to do something for them. Do you give them um, a evacuation order? How much time? Evacuate! Mm, mm, seven minutes. Seven minutes? Yep, they got seven minutes. Is there any part of Ohio you maybe give two days? Not a, No. No, it's all, it's, all, it's all the same. You get seven minutes. If you, Cincinnati? Can, if you can physically jump over the border... You live. A, lot a, lot of from Cincinnati. a lot of people from Cincinnati. <laughs> Cincinnati might make it. Might get yeah. to Louisville. Shout out. What's your one buddy in Cincinnati? We got to get him out. Oh, we got Chris. Chili. We got yeah. We got okay. a lot. Chris I mean, we got, a, we got a lot of people. And look, oh, I, we get rid of Skyline. Mm, this might tilt my vote. Yeah. <laughs> I got look for the record. I got a lot of friends in in Cle- or in, uh, in, in in Ohio in general. Uh, yeah, mostly Cincinnati, but Cleveland Dayton. too. And uh, Columbus, <laughs> Columbus. Bowling Green. No, look, I got Youngstown. Fr- I got friends there. Shout out to all my friends there. Zanesville. But I think I think your state is a misery pit that radiates unhappiness and it, bottom five. It, oh God, we've been through it. But I but look, it's not. It's exactly shout out to Cleveland Hardcore. You you got it. You, we understand why you make good music. Hey, yes. Kent, I'm really sorry. Yes, and I mean sorry to all of you. They're gonna die. But but look. We've talked about this, Chicago right? now, so you can... Bu- I don't yeah. know. Yeah. The, the, Franz moved to Brick, so we good. Have, have, have we get, ta- tell Jim Tomey to get out of there. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Samurai Executioner? Uh, no. No, go for Okay, it. so Samurai Executioner, the manga... Uh, oh, yeah. The, the idea, right, is an executioner. The idea is... Got it from the name. You're not... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's this thing. It's called Samurai Executioner. He's a samurai who's an executioner. Stick with me. I know it's heady stuff. Yeah. He's not. That's the elevator pitch. So now here's the next thing. The idea is you're not punishing the man when you chop his head off. You're separating him from his sins. You okay. know what I mean? Like, and so, so, so that's what we're doing. We're separating. So, so Ohio, I'm not. This is not like a. Ooh, I hate Chicago. Or I hate uh, fucking Ohio, and I want you all to be in pain. No, I, I, this is for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, yeah, I'm doing this for okay. you. Okay. It's like a mercy killing. Exactly. Euthanasia. Exactly. Ethan, Ohio. Exactly. Yeah. What I what what, what, what nuke yeah. any state, region, city? What would it be, and why? It would be the goddamn District of Columbia. I know. Mm-hmm. Is they fucking up? They're fucking up. Yeah, that Brett Kavanaugh thing's fucked up. Oh, dude. It's we don't so got a lot of time, but. No, but I would he go just got, DC. He just got put in. Yeah, I would nuke DC, wipe them all out, and then there would no longer be presidents. I'm going the Joe Rogan route. I'd be like, 
the country. Oh, it all comes back to Rogan. Yeah, it should be run as a panel. Oh, okay. Of the smartest, like people. at Comic Con. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, like the guy that wrote like fucking Walking Dead yeah. as a say, you know, okay. oh, Jesus Christ, no, Kirk, like you know, five people, seven people, the smartest fucking people in mm. the country. Get the vote. No, it's w- too much for one person. Right, but but I think even a panel, if it's the smartest per- people, because we don't get the smartest people yeah. currently. If we got the smartest people, I think one of them would develop a way to control the others' minds. True. Maybe, but it would still be. It's like dinner for for idiots, right? With dinner for schmucks. Dinner for schmucks. Yes, I'm controlling you. Oh, you, we need to watch dude, it. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, it's it's it's. Uh, <laughs> Is it Ben Stiller? I mean, no, uh, it's Steve it's Carell. Steve ah. uh, what's the dude, Ant Man? Um, Ant Man. Uh, uh, Paul Ant. Paul Rudd. Paul Ant. Yeah. Hank Pym. Um, uh, uh, Scott Lang. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, and what's the fat dude from uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis? Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Dude, it is so. Do they funny. control each other's minds? No. no well, so uh, the whole, Galifianakis does. Yeah. Yes. The premise is there's this like business, like this company that has this. This dinner, dinner every sure. month mm. dinner they, party. Like, so their employees have to bring like the most ridiculous person. Okay. So Steve Carell, uh, is, whatever uh, his deal is, he makes dioramas with dead, uh, dead mice that he finds. Oh. they're called masterpieces. Okay. Yeah. So it would be like Which I believe is a real thing. To be honest. It? Yeah. It was, so it would be like the Last Supper, and all the, they'd all be mice. So they bring him. But then there's other people in there's it. There's other people South who Galifianakis thinks he can like tell somebody. And Galifianakis cuckolds Steve Carell. Right. Oh, shit. And yes. he goes, tell, uh, tell me I can eat your pudding. And he kept making him say it. Yeah. And then you realize later on that his pudding is, oh. is the nickname mm-hmm. that oh. Steve Carell had for his wife. It's fucked. Dude, it's so, so, so funny. I'll watch it. It's yeah. really funny. So, uh, shout out to Steve Carell. All right. So I would do my <laughs> to our boy, too. Steve Carell. Let me think of one that's not that. Um, any region who what's where do they get real mad about us talking about them <laughs> I'm trying to remember don't provoke them so no, they beat me up no 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 you know what let's nuke oh you know what for a long time I said nuke LA north of Long Beach just get rid of it not interested but mm, I do like LA I do like LA um man. Silicon Valley maybe or? no let's let's uh Elon Musk's house. He's all right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't have the same I don't know. animosity. Dude, all of a sudden, he became persona non grata. Yeah, know, the, real quick. Look, people will love you till they don't. You know what I mean? That's They're the way that Elon goes. Musk, yeah. Elon Musk became the fucking Papa John's. Where's Papa John live? Wherever he lives. Let's nuke him. Okay, be, fuck it. He's yeah. done. Yeah, peace. Okay. I'm guessing he lives in Michigan. That seems like a Michigan <laughs> guy Ohio, to me. He does. You know what? Michigan, like, we're getting, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say I'm nuking Michigan, but the UP stays. And if you live in Michigan, wow. you can go. And this is happening since D.C. is gone, Ohio is gone, and the lower peninsula of Michigan is gone. You can either move south, help help out Gary, Indiana. Right. Let's make that, let's make that better. Or move up oh. to the upper UP. Or you can get into Canada. Right. I like that part. I, Ontario is beautiful. Yeah. So I, I goodbye. Got, I got bad news. I got bad news. Um, Sorry, Louisville. Oh no! Papa, Papa John's owns an eleven. No, million, you know what? I can't eleven do it. million dollar mansion in Louisville. I'm Look, not nuking Louisville. I don't want to. Rondo sh- is Rajon Rondo is from Louisville. I don't want to. We're not nuking Louisville. I don't think I'm talking out of turn. 
Louisville is stepped on enough that an yeah. eleven million dollar place in Louisville. You might... could probably just nuke that. Yeah, uh, yes. All right, yes. enough. Can That's we just... clear that out? Can yes. we? Are the rest of Louisville's okay. Yes. Right. Like, if, yes. As exactly. long as Rajon Rondo is okay, I'm He's good. Fine. He's Rick fine. Patino He's could fine. be visiting for all we can. Yeah, we don't really give a yeah. shit about yeah. that. Papa John's out. Yeah. Right. Papa John's. Okay. Rick Patino d- out. Uh, with extreme prejudice, we've we've <laughs> exterminated. Knock loose and Michigan. You just get saved. Right. Knock loose. A miracle drug. They get to live. Okay. Detained in in Mackinac City. Are okay, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> but the right. but the Papa John's uh, uh, fiefdom is dead. Yeah, it's got to be so gigantic. It's right here. You're welcome, America. This was <laughs> yes. Axe to Grind. Thank you. Peace.